Welcome. Y saludos, amigos. A nuestra presentación, Revenge of the Pod, where we talk about all things nerd culture, movies, shows, pop culture, even some sports, and a bit about ourselves. I'm your host, Luigi, and this is my co-host. Jason, glad to have you guys back. Sorry we've been on a hiatus. Holidays, you know, we get busy. We want to spend time with family and friends. Oh, and boy, did we. Yes, yes, we did. We had a lot of good times over the break. Uh, there's probably going to be a little break after year-end as well. We're going to try to get you guys some year-end stuff, which marks our inaugural episode of Revenge of the Pods Summit 2022. Now, Summit 2022 is where we talk about the best ofs for the year. Uh, this year, we're going to be doing music, shows, and film. Uh, if there's anything else that you guys think we should do, let us know. But those are the three that we're going to be for sure talking about. Today's episode is going to focus on Grammy nominations and, of course, our wonderful guests, as well as Jason telling us a little bit about the best albums and music they heard uh, this year. So let's I mean, get into it. I want to I want to talk to you guys a little bit before we get into that. How the hell you been, Jason? Oh, dude, uh, it's been it's been amazing, man. Um well, obviously, I get to I got I get I got to see you uh, during That's the right. holidays and a couple yeah. of our guests that we're going to introduce in just a moment, uh, dude. It was it was a great time, I, dude. I even got to see like their their pops and their family members. It was great, dude. Um, and it was only right to bring these two guys into this specific podcast because these are the two main guys that I usually go for for music. So. I'm glad to have them, and I'm glad you guys made yourselves available, guys, to join us today. Yeah, absolutely. So that's going to take me to our next guest, Thomas. Thomas, the one and only is back, and you're going to be with us for another episode, I assume. So back woo, not woo. just for the one. Thomas, how the hell you been, man? My man, good to be back, y'all. Um, appreciate you guys for having me again, and I look forward to that movie episode that we're going to get to, but... um. I've been good, man. Like Jason said, um, it was really cool seeing y'all over the holidays. Uh, I hadn't seen you, Luigi, in what, like, I feel like a couple of years, honestly. It had been a good minute. It had been so, a while, yeah. Yeah, bro. Saw Eric for about 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, That's all right. I saw a picture of him. That's all. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. But no, man, I've, I've been good, bro. Just... Uh, Riding the end of the year wave and, and everything's good, man. I can't complain. All right, sweet. Eric, good to have you back. We haven't had you in a while, sir. How you been, man? Doing good, man. Striving and thriving. I honestly thought you guys banned me. I was so shocked when you guys asked me back. But Well, dude, we've been waiting for you to finish watching those Disney movies we told you to watch. Bro, and, it's uh... so hard for me, but I am I'm powering through them, dude. I got you. I'll finish them by the end of 2023. We could do a wrap-up that year. And, and it we, doesn't have to be all the ones we gave you on the list. We could we could lower it down if need oh, be. We could oh, lower yeah, dude, it I, down. I, I went to the experts, dude. I went to, to my nieces and nephews and asked them which one I should actually watch. So uh, that's, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. But all right. <laughs> <Is I mean, laughs> they they know, but they don't know because they don't know the classic ones. You know what I'm that's saying? True, exactly. true. And all they're gonna tell you is what they're currently obsessed with. They're not gonna tell you like historically Wait, what you, you should watch. Are you guys referring to Eric's like depraved childhood where he didn't see any Disney movies? And, that and is exactly what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. I was raised by wolves. No, but not, hey guys, I, it was good to see the people I got to see. 
Luigi, unfortunately, things just with the situation I was in, uh, I you know, things didn't work out. But um, I'll be there for like two weeks for Christmas. So if you're going to be down there, we'll definitely go. Hey, I totally understand. I'm not going to be there for Christmas. I actually am flying my mom down here to oh, San dope. Antonio for Christmas. But I'm going to have to catch you soon. Hey, Cole is coming down here in March. You should join us. Anyway, uh, I did want to say uh, I had to put in this joke. Uh, since Eric never watched any children's movies as a kid, my assumption is that he had to have been fucking in the crib with a little bib that had like a fucking gun on it, watching Goodfellas and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Something like that. You know, that's not that far. That's not that far. You know, the first movie that I remember quoting was Shaft. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Sounds oh, about man. right. It's just All funny. Right. It's funny to picture you as a grown man now, like sitting down and watching fucking Snow White or like whatever the fuck yeah, you're dude, watching. I, I did dude, I, I did not. I did not put that on the list. By the way, that was okay. So you guys gave him a list. Okay. If that was on the list, movies, dude. If that was on the list, I'm sorry. That wasn't me. That was probably Luigi. Um, <laughs> I don't think do it's on. You, I don't think it's on the list. But I will say. Not going to lie. I don't think it's a very good movie. I'll be honest with you. I actually have a question for you guys, and I was going to ask in the pre-show, but I thought I'd caught you guys off guard. So my roommate's girlfriend, sweetheart, lovely person, um, right, went right. out and bought me a toaster oven for Christmas as a Christmas gift. Okay. A what? A toaster oven. Because I've been wanting oh, to make like, oven. Oh, Yeah, cool. I've been trying to like make my own subs at home and stuff. Like, you know, nice. You know, trying to, trying to stay you know, up in the kitchen killing it, but fucking, she got me a gift, which is totally unexpected, and I don't know what to get, like, a chick I'm not sleeping with a gift, so, like, I really <laughs> need y'all to help me out and uh, pick a gift for her so I can get her something. Um, Gift card. Candles. Great question. Not <laughs> hard. She, put, she put thought and effort into this, dude. Like, she listened to me converse with my roommate about what I wanted for Christmas. Okay, go. so do you listen to her, what she talks about? Like, what her hobbies are? Next question. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You could always do like an card that really can't go wrong. I'm just saying, bro. Uh, she's, candles, she's like, like Thomas said, bro. Like, like candles, bro. Who doesn't wear makeup and shit? Like, I can't get her an ultra card. Thomas Thought is right that. too. Actually, you're right. Jason candles Thomas are dope, right. Bro. Candles Boy. never go wrong. Bath and Body Works. Yep. Yeah, so I gotta get like two hundred dollars worth of candles, my guys. Come on, think bigger, guys. <laughs> no. no, you can get more than one item, bro. You can get a candle and some other shit. Uh, word, word. I don't know, right man. Look here. at look at her uh, kitchen appliances, bro. If you want to really go all out, oh, like, does she have an air fryer? Yeah, I'm, yeah her, bro. Dude, I'm gonna get her like a dishwasher. Yeah, like. Not, not <laughs> that, motherfucker. Hey, Jason, do you need yeah, to go? Yeah. Yeah. I like that, bro. Like a like a like a air fryer or something like that. I don't know, new pots or pans. If, you yeah. know, oh yeah, uh-huh. is she into cooking? Get her a cookbook. Exactly. Though. Yeah. I have to ask my roommate to scout a that out. A cookbook, yeah, a cookbook, yeah. That that's cool. Like recipes and stuff. Um. Uh, oh, speaking of speaking of cooking, uh, Eric, uh, I, I gave you that recipe for Chico Tacos, homemade yeah. Chico Tacos. How, yeah. how 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 many times have you made that already? Uh, <laughs> enough to where my doctor told me to stop making it. Oh, really? Yeah, because my cholesterol is elevated. <laughs> no shit. But I can't stop eating it, dude. I make it like once, well, not once a week, but like once every two weeks. Honestly, man, it makes me happy that that you make it. Like I appreciate that. It's good. It's so good. Bro, it's simple. And delicious. Yeah. So simple. Yeah, Thomas, I have a recipe for homemade Chico's tacos, bro. And it's way better than Chico's, Chico's tacos. tacos. 
Yeah. All right, you're going to have to share that with us then. By the uh, way, boys, so let's get boys. into this shit for Grammy <laughs> nominations. <laughs> we, we veered off pretty hard, so let's, let's reel it back in. Uh, so I want you guys to listen to the record of the year nominations, and I want you to let me know what what stands out, if anything, and some records that you think should have been on the list over what is actually there. Uh, right now, record of the year, the nominations are Don't Shut Me Down by ABBA. Wait, Luigi, before you continue, can you explain what record of the year? Again, I, we may have not had listeners from last year explain yeah, what record okay, of the okay. year versus song of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, that's, yeah, I appreciate yeah. you cutting me off. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jason. I appreciate you, sir. All right, so it's the award to the artist and to the producers, recording engineers, mixers, and mastering engineers, uh, and any other artist. So it's not just for one person. This is for everyone who made the song. Okay, so that's why it's record of the year. Uh, first one is Don't Shut Me Down by ABBA. Easy On Me by Adele. Break My Soul by Beyonce. Good Morning Gorgeous, Mary J. Blige. Uh, you and Me on the Rock, Brandy Carlisle featuring Lucius. Woman featuring Doja Cat. Uh, <laughs> Bad Habits, Steve Lacey. The Heart Part 5, Kendrick Lamar. About Damn Time, Lizzo. And As It Was by Harry Styles. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit jason with it first what do you think of these nominations and is there a song that you're like why isn't this here all right well for sure i know what you guys are thinking it's not woman for me that should win personally that was a cat right you shut your mouth who are you i think it should be the hard part five based off this list Okay. Uh, okay record of the year i don't know man uh I, I think this is just like a bias opinion, right? Like, I mean, all of what we're about to talk about is a bias opinion. None of this is fact. So. Uh, to, me, <laughs> to me, record of the year, in my opinion, would be Savior from Kendrick Lamar, produced by uh, Baby King. Uh, Jason, and just, he is so, not your savior. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Braun made you feel empowered, but he's not your savior, you know? So I feel like that got missed, but I feel like since they had Kendrick already on there, that couldn't be on there. And the hard part five, like when it first got released before the album got released, it was pretty iconic. And the video that got released, right. Where like, he's like changing his face to um, Kanye West to um, uh, Jesse Simolier, right. Like all these characters, but like, when he was rapping, it was he was talking about each of those characters that either passed or that are pretty much in the current topic of the culture right now that's going on, right? So I think that personally, I think that should win because of like the symbolic some symbolism of it. But that's just my opinion on that. Uh, the other ones, I honestly haven't heard. If I'm being completely honest, so right, that's fair, Thomas. What about you? Back to your question, I think we can preface this by agreeing that the Grammys are trash before we even like <laughs> get deeply into this. I think we can all agree ever since uh, Macklemore stole Kendrick's rap album of the year, I think that's when it all kind of ended for us as far as taking this seriously. Exactly. Yeah, back yeah, in we, the we 80s. We talked about that, yeah. Back yeah. in the well, 80s. 
they fucked up. They they gave a best, I think it was best heavy metal album to God. Who was it? It was that band with the flute over Metallica, and I think it was Master <laughs> of Puppets. Like it was the yeah. greatest rock, heavy metal album of all time. So the Grammys don't generally tend to get things right. They just know yeah, some yeah. of what's popular, but not what's actually the best. Yeah, sorry. I just had to throw it out there to, uh, to oh, let, fair enough, let it be known. But yeah, between these, um, <clears throat> personally, I would have to agree with Jay. Like, I think everyone in this group here would probably go with that Kendrick record. Um, like he said, it was just a, a really cool continuation of this series that he's had going on for a while. Um, but if we're being like realistic, um, you know that it's either probably going to be Beyonce with that song, um, which honestly it wasn't a bad song. But um, yeah, man, you know how this goes. It's going to be Beyonce or Adele. Um, I haven't heard Beyonce's album. I haven't heard Adele's album. So I'm not. I would assume Adele because Adele always wins. Yo, yeah, that would be. Here's a sleeper pick for you. Steve Lacey, Bad Habit. Oh yeah, that, that would that dude that shit went fucking viral on TikTok and the kids love that like the the generation below us they fucking love that song, so uh, don't be surprised if that one wins. No, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Honestly, minus Kendrick, like that's the one that stood out to me personally. It's um, not a bad song either, bro. I kind of like not it. a I, bad I song. It. Yeah, yeah, and. All right, guys, if I'm being completely honest, that as it was joint does go pretty hard. So (laughs) it's it's catchy. It's stupid, but I'm not going to lie. I listened to it and I enjoyed (laughs) it. So that would be that would be my dark horse pick, too. Thomas, did you? All right. Now, now now (laughs) with me, did you only give him a chance because he acted alongside with uh, your 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 Hollywood crush? uh no man i mean how could you like escape this fucking song like literally wherever you went wherever you were dude i don't think i've heard it i'm not gonna lie i don't know what song as it was bro (laughs) yeah sing it for me real quick give Um, me the chorus i'm never gonna fucking do that but um (laughs) (laughs) damn almost got you almost got you i thought i had um, all right all right Yo, what the fuck? I know all the listeners are going to be like, how did you guys never hear this song? But I'm sorry, man. I'm sure just, they will. Uh... I don't listen to radio. Dude, no, I... I mean, me neither, bro. But it's, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I'll be happy as long as anybody except Lizzo wins this. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Eric, you got any any names you want to throw into the into the pile there? As far as who I think should be on this list? Yeah, yes. huh, dude. That everybody should be replaced minus Kendrick, and then there's about nine other artists I can think of. But the only thing I'll say about this for record of the year is um, when I was in El Paso, I didn't have I flew in, so I didn't have a whip, and I was driving my dad's old ass truck, and I had to listen to the radio, and you can't drive without music. So I have heard this song, and I did go listen to the album because of it. And if I was on a podcast where we took bets and stuff, I would put money on Harry Styles to win record of the year because that shit is actually pretty good, and it was everywhere. It's not bad, bro. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go back and listen to it now. You know what? It, it honestly reminds me of like 
being in high school and like hearing Justin Timberlake and shit and being like, oh, this is pretty cool. I want to rock your body. But you can't be like, oh, this is pretty yeah, cool, yeah. you know? Like, you can't, yeah, yeah. You know, you know I, don't I, tell I, the boys that. Like, And I'm actually rooting for him because that Watermelon Sugar song is my joint, bro. That's one of my guilty I do like that song. Like, Wait, like that's that Harry song, Styles? Man. Watermelon Sugar? Yeah. sugar? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, sorry. I don't listen to Harry Styles, bro, so. I, I he that song, that song that song was everywhere for sure. Why I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, so actually, okay, I have two cool. songs that I would throw into the in into the mix here. Uh, one would be "Después de la Playa" by Bad Bunny, of course, uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, "New Gold" featuring Tame Impala and Booty Brown by the Gorillas. Ooh, that's, that's a, a good, good song. One. Great that's song. A good song. Yeah. I think that one just came out too late, but it may have got like a look had it came out like a month or two before. Yeah, man, it just sounds so perfectly made. Both of those songs, like they've got a vibe that changes everything for me when I hear them. So, had to throw them in there. Um, all right, let's move on to the next uh, nominations, though. Album of the year, no biggie, you know, just the the award. Now, album of the year goes to artists, featured artists, songwriters, producers, recording engineers, and mastering engineers. Once again, the nominees are Voyage by ABBA, 30 by Adele, Un Verano Sin Ti by Bad Bunny, Renaissance by Beyonce. Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige. In These Silent Days, Brandy Carlisle. Music of the Spheres, Coldplay. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar. Special, Lizzo. Harry Styles. This time, I'm going to start with you, Eric. Eric, you just heard the nominations. Mm-hmm. Do you think any of them are worthy? Why or why not? Even if it's raw talent, even if it's overall, what do you think of any of these uh, nominations? Um, I mean, I think there's some good stuff on here. Obviously, I think it's going to go without saying all of us can agree that Kendrick should be on here because we all love that album. Yeah. Um, and then, look, you may not listen to her. It may not be your cup of tea, but Adele always puts out solid albums. Right. Yeah, she does. She does. I agree. Yeah. I Beyonce, agree with that. She does. Beyonce always puts out solid albums. Like, uh, no, no, no. You gotta, you gotta understand nah. your target audience. Like, it may not ever be a solid album to you or me, but it's yeah, good but music. People the love masses it. loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coldplay, the, the Beehive. They're geniuses. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they've been nominated before multiple times for this. So many times. So many yeah. times. Uh, and I feel and, like, no offense to Coldplay, but I feel like they've lost a little bit of relevance, and I don't know why they're on this list. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. Like, well, I think I, I, back to Thomas's point, like, you know, the Grammys suck. Everybody hates them. They've gotten some things wrong, but also the people that are voting and deciding this don't have their ear to the ground like like the younger generation. It's a bunch of old heads. Yeah. Like they, they don't know what's good and what isn't good. So, uh, no, this is their best attempt. But um, from this list, to me, Kendrick Lamar, like it's 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 probably is the best album of the year. Um, the various subjects that he talks about, the production's always on point. Um, he just he's just probably the greatest artist of his generation, in my opinion, and and I think he should win. I really hope he does. But like from somebody that's not on this list. Um, it's kind of hard because I don't think any of these people would be nominated because they're not that famous yet. But uh, Dead Poet Society dropped the album this year that was fucking phenomenal. It's a little bit of a harder rock. Um, I, I love it. It's probably my second favorite album of the year. And then one of the most creative people that I've ever heard in my life. It's a country album. And I think Thomas likes this dude. But mm. Orville Peck. 
Bronco. Mm. The dude is a great musician. Like, yeah, he's wild. He's a goofy ass dude, but he makes great music. And I think he's getting slept on because yeah, it's country music. He he's the guy that wears that mask, right? Like that. Uh... Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah that, dude, yeah. that guy, that guy's got some fucking talent. Yeah, um, dude's talented. I think he should be nominated or at least recognized. Um, I really like the Arctic Monkeys, uh, the car. That was one of my favorite albums of the year. Um, but I mean, I think this list is pretty accurate for like who they would listen to. But the nineteen, uh, the nineteen seventy five had a great album that I think should be recognized. Um, Maggie Rogers, Surrender. I don't know if you guys listen to artists like that but if you have a chance go listen to maggie, maggie rogers she's what kind amazing. of music is maggie rogers maggie rogers. she's like, uh, she's she's like, like a like, pop singer i would say like she's like close to adele kind of yeah like oh, no, that. Kidding. Like, okay okay is that, is that pop i don't even know what to call what like categorize it as so listen yeah. guys i'll listen to anything as long as there's talent and there's good production i don't care what <clears throat> genre it's in it, I will. I won't lie. It's harder if it's. It's harder for me if it's country, and a little bit of electronic. But I still like tons in those two categories as well. So it just depends. It depends and on it, on if it, it has if to it be, gets me. And it has to be kid friendly, right? True. <laughs> True. <laughs> and then, uh, just one last entry. Yeah, um, actually, kind of. Yeah. Probably <laughs> one of the most like slept on rappers in the game. I think Vince Staples, Ramona Park, Broke My Heart, deserves to be recognized. Um, the dude is... I agree. He's Lyrically, he's there. His production is a little more hip-hop, but it's still creative. He's got great skits on it. As just as an album, collectively, it's just a great project, and he tells such a wonderful story. I think he should get some recognition. Uh, oh, yeah. I 1,000%, Eric. Um, that's oh, actually... yeah, well, 1 million. How about that, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> No, like I literally put that down on my notes because it's in one of my top 10 favorite albums of this year, uh, Vince Staples. And it was actually Eric. So thank you for that. That told me about this album because I was like, oh, shoot, I haven't listened to it this year. Went back and listened to it. And I was like, like he said, creative album. And he kind of reminds me of Kendrick of every album. He you you show growth, right? Yeah. He's not Mm -hmm. like Drake where like uh, he's just doing it to sell albums. I'm like, just. Uh, Drake, Travis Scott, Future, like it just all sounds the same. Like, if you were to give me a Future album and give me a song, I couldn't tell you what album that was from. I was like, it all sounds the same to me. <laughs> um, if you give me an album from Kendrick, Vince Staples, I'd be like, oh, that's from this album because that's how much growth there is within those artists, and that's what you want to see with an artist. I'm not saying that the Drake albums. Future albums are terrible. They're great for club songs, right? You're going out with your friends, you're partying, you're drinking, all that stuff. You hear that song, you turn up, you get hyphy with your friends. Um, but again, there's just no growth. Like, and that's why personally to me, I think, and I, I think I can speak for Eric and Thomas. That's why we don't like listening to them because it's just like, all right, it sounds like the same thing that we've listened to since we were in our early 20s maybe even our late 19s, right? Um, so, yeah, no, I, I agree 1,000% with Eric on Ben Staples, man. It's just, it's just the overall message in most of this generic rap is just trash. And then you get guys like Kendrick and Vince Staples, and there's plenty of other artists that I haven't named that are, like, rappers, but they actually have some shit to say. Or they talk on subjects that are bigger than dope dealing and, and girls and stuff. Like, cool, we get it. You party, you got girls, you sell drugs, cool, all that's cool. But, like, let's keep it pushing and, and talk about some real stuff. Well, and one yeah, last so, thing. 
what I've also seen. Minsky, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, Minsky, no, you go. Laurel Hill. That's my last entry. I, I judge it all you want, but go listen to Mitski. She's awesome. Dude, I keep hearing good things about Mitski, so you're definitely getting me to listen. I was going to say about hip-hop nowadays, maybe maybe I haven't heard enough, but I do feel like uh, they're in a bit of a slump in terms of, like, if if Kendrick Lamar isn't out, there seems to be no one filling that void that's pushing the envelope. And even, like, production value, sound, style, it all kind of sounds the same. Like, they're going for the same popular sound, trying to get that next big hit, and they're not really trying to make... Um, something that pushes the envelope or something that speaks that speaks to people they're just trying to get they're trying to make money is what it sounds like when i listen to some hip-hop now i would i would have to agree yeah Yeah. you you nailed that assessment honestly bro like there's like you said there's not a lot of like mainstream stars right now like future travis scott all those dudes they all kind of like sound the same like eric was saying there's so much underground talent that's good but yeah, man. Rap's kind of in a... I think we could all agree, we were saying earlier that that was like the genre we kind of listened to the least this year. Which is weird, because everyone in this podcast is a good, pretty big rap fan. Yeah. All right. Back, we, to, Vin, back to Vince Staples, too. Just a quick side note. It's crazy he didn't even get nominated for Best Rap Album. I don't believe I'm looking here such at a shame. Such a, a shame. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that. So, Thomas... Do you have any albums of the year that you're like, that should have won? Or do you see anything in the nominations that looks good? Um, Honestly, Matt, I think Eric kind of touched on the ones that obviously I have a hundred albums that I could submit over a couple of these, Um, you know, minus the masterpiece that I'm sure Lizzo put together here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, Uh, if we could just exclude that, you know, she, she more than likely deserves it uh, with all her creativity but um nah man other than that I, I hope bad bunny gets like a serious look going up against like adele beyonce harry styles you kind of don't see it happening but yeah i see uh, the it, language barrier is too big of a thing i don't know but also That's... man like have you seen the the videos of his tours and just like he set crazy records for like his touring this year and that shit was sold out i mean just seeing people i knew like in every different city at that show like he's Definitely got the popularity. I don't know if he'll pull it out, but well, it's well, it's Tom, cool. It's cool they gave him a look. Yeah, Tom. Not only that, dude. He's beating Drake now in Spotify uh, streams. There like he's go. that big, dude. Like he's like fucking crushing him right now. He's like, the Latin Drake, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so dude, so he, yo, he even got me singing some of them songs, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing with with bad bunny like that's what i like about him is reggaeton is in a similar position in my opinion as hip-hop right now yeah, where is. a lot of these artists are trying to sound very like similar. a certain sound yep. he does he has songs like that sure but weirdly enough he makes the best ones of that sound and he yeah, makes I a agree. bunch of different types of songs and that's what yeah. i like about it because i can't hear the same sound over and over and over again so I, I hope they do, but I, I really do think that the language barrier is going to be a bit of a problem. Yeah. I mean, even in the Oscars, we barely got some some recent foreign films to win Best Picture and get these nominations. So I think, I don't know how far music has gone in that sense. Uh, yeah, honestly, yeah. man, just because how big he was in his tours and everything, I could see him winning this year for Best Album of the Year. I mean, obviously, I'd be crushed if Kendrick didn't win, but... Honestly, I wouldn't be upset if Bad Bunny won, if Adele won. Um, 
I'm sorry, who else is in there that I was like, there's no way. Harry Abba. Styles too. Abba, yeah. you're going for Abba. <laughs> I don't know, man. I Come on, dude. <laughs> no, dude, Abba's not gonna win. Come bro. on, man. Come on. <laughs> it's it's either gonna be Harry Styles, Adele, or Harry. Yeah, did I say Harry Styles already? Yeah, or Bad Bunny. Listen, yeah. guys, I haven't heard the album, <laughs> but what I just wonder is, is it that good, or are they just like no, is it bro. An old head thing? I, I, I listened to it out of curiosity like a couple weeks ago because, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of like positive reviews of it. It's nah, man. It's it sounds like if old heads tried to make like uh relevant electronic, yeah. nah, man. You know why, <laughs> yeah. you know why this album got nominated? It's like a lifetime achievement award, bro. This, oh. this, they, got, <laughs> they got nominated, and the album's called Title, the album title's called Voyage. It's because they're taking that final voyage into the dark abyss soon. They're like, here, we're gonna nominate you for something to make you feel special before you kick the bucket. Hey, exactly. just to to play devil's advocate for you guys, did you guys feel that way about Black Star by David Bowie? Mm, didn't listen to it, man. I couldn't tell you. It was yeah. the album that he came out with right before he died when he had cancer. Guess what? It was inspired yeah. by "Damn" by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, oh he listened to Kendrick Lamar while recording it to get inspiration. Yeah. Wow. Kendrick Lamar, among a couple of other artists, but that one was like a very specific album that Bowie and his producer would listen to. Yeah. Wow. I That's heard dope. damn good things about Blackstar. So I'm just saying, <laughs> you never know. Damn. Damn. Hey. I see that. I see that. <laughs> yeah, man. And just to wrap it up, bro, back to Kendrick. Like, I really, he deserves it, man. I know we're all biased and I know we're all like, yeah, he obviously, but I mean, the dude only comes out once every five years. And this one was like another masterpiece. I mean, if they really, really are trying to pick the best music, they got to go with Kendrick. So I'll definitely have my fingers crossed and, and we'll see what happens, bro. We'll see if the Grammys uh, don't get too scared because that's an album that they could get scared with because it's it goes into some shit. That's true. All right, Jason, wrap it up for us. What do you think about the nominations and do you have something you want to throw into the pile? Um. I mean, we we pretty much said it. I'm 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 rooting for Kendrick. That's um, no surprise, guys. That's my favorite album of the year. You shut your mouth. Because I think it's my favorite album, my favorite Kendrick album. Wow. Yeah, and my favorite and my favorite album ever was Good Kid, Mad City. So if I'm saying that. Does that mean yeah. Mr. Morale is my favorite album ever? I, I mean, it sounds it be, like it. Right? It sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it could change, dude, because I like I can still go back to Good Kid, Mad City, listen from beginning to end, and just like listen to that story, and I just fucking love it. But I feel the same way about this album as well. And I, I, I got to see the live concert, which was amazing. And if you guys haven't seen it, if you guys didn't get to see him live, Amazon Prime has a live show from him in Paris and the angles of his concert, his live concert tells a story. It, it, it feels like you're watching a, a play. So if you guys haven't, if you guys didn't have a chance to go see him live in concert uh, for Mr. Morale and the big steppers tour, go to Amazon prime and watch him watch his live concert in Paris. Amazing. I like, I fully recommend it. And even if you did go watch him live, go watch it and you see different angles and like just the way it, he's telling a story. Like it felt like I was watching a, a, a musical pretty much. 
So okay. I think that's why I think that's why I love this album so much. And just the fact that he like he put like all his emotions and like he literally put all his troubles, like all the situation that he's going on in his life into this album. Like he literally was like, Hey guys, I'm gonna tell you what's going on with my my uh my relationship with my wife. Yes, I'm cheating on her. Uh this is how I coped with it. And yes, we figured it out. And this is and this is just the lifestyle of me being rich and famous. Uh, and I'm, I, I put myself into other women because my mother got abused uh, when she was young by one of her uncles and stuff like that. And they're asking me if I was abused when I was young. And like, it's very deep messages. And I think that's why I love this album so much because he wasn't scared to fucking put himself out there like that. He wasn't scared yeah. to talk about things that everybody kind of uh, yeah, dude. tiptoes around. Yeah, exactly. And he even he even got some backlash of one of his songs, right, about his uh his aunt transitioning. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, Hey, my my auntie is a man now. Uh, apparently some of the LGBT community was offended by it, but like he's just saying, like, hey, I'm just showing my perspective of how I was as a kid, like seeing her transition. Yeah, yeah she... I don't think it's it's fair to get backlash for that if that's your if that was part of your experience, um, and you're not, you know. You're yeah. not trying to insult the community, so I don't, I don't... Yeah, exactly. He wasn't trying... He was just trying to say, like, hey, let me bring you back to how I was as a kid to show it. Again, in Good Kid Mad City, when backseat free, freestyle, right? He was explaining, like, how he was as a kid, rapping with all his friends, and, like, how he felt as a kid, and just, like, doing all this hood shit, right? Or mm-hmm. how you like to explain it. So it, it's just him putting himself into the music, and you can see it. And that's why I love that album, and I think it should win. Uh, another album that I really think that should have been nominated, but I can understand why it wasn't. FKJ Vincent, I love it, man. He's a one man band, dude. He yeah. plays, he plays the saxophone, the piano, uh, the guitar, and he loops it all himself. If you guys go see him live, another live show that I really recommend seeing. If you guys haven't seen him, um, that's your boy, man. That's your boy. That's my boy, dude. Uh, a Frenchie, you know. Uh, shout out Eric. Um, we Eric, actually saw him for the first time together. Yeah, yeah. Eric and I saw him uh, perform live for the first time together, and he almost didn't go. I had bought tickets, and he didn't want to go. And I was like, "Come on, man! I don't go by myself." And he was like, "All right, I'll go." We ended up going, had a you know a couple drinks, and he was like, "Yo, man, that was dope." Although I will say this, Eric did show me FKJ, so <laughs> which is. Which is funny, right? Because I, I wanted you to go to the live show with me. It's like, hey, yo, let's go watch it. And it's like, nah, I don't want to go. That's I, a, honest to God, I think I was just hungover. Didn't want to do anything. I think you were, man. Yeah. <laughs> you were you were just not in a good mood. That yeah. Day. But as soon it was, as on, it there, was on a Tuesday. Yeah. As soon as we got there, got those drinks in us, this dude walked out fucking by himself with 18 instruments on stage and just started jamming out. I was like, yo, this is lit. <laughs> so... <laughs> Definitely a shout out to him, and I'm gonna wrap that up for album of the year. All right, then I'm gonna, I am going to pass on album of the year. I have not listened enough to give an honest opinion about what I think album of the year should be. So we're gonna go to song of the year. Uh, song of the year, the nominees are ABCDEFU, Sarah Davies, and Gail and Dave Pettinger. I think that is the Paramore song, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. idea. It's mm. Gail. It's Gail. I apologize. 
So then About Damn Time by Lizzo, uh, Thomas's favorite. I know he's going to add that one in. That's going to be his number one. Don't got to ask me. Don't even got to ask you. I'm going to skip you, man. Okay. And then (laughs) (laughs) All Too Well, the 10-minute version by Taylor Swift, uh, As It Was by Harry Styles. Let me see. Bad Habit by Steve Lacey, Break My Soul, Beyonce, Easy On Me, Adele, God Did, by DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, oh, John Legend, and Friday. Right <laughs> that's the winner right there. The Heart Part 5, Kendrick Lamar, and just like that, Bonnie Raitt. Now, I'm actually going to start with you, Thomas. Uh, what do you think of these nominations? And is there a song that you were like, nah, this, this should be the one? I know this for us, this is going to be very similar to Record of the Year. So if you're like, you know, same thing as Record of the Year, you can just, you can just say that. Otherwise, let us know about those nominations. Yeah, man. I mean, they're all pretty heavy hitters, as expected. You know, you got that as it was joint. <laughs> you got that Beyonce song. So, I mean, it's nothing too surprising. Um, it's all the same people. Is it's all the same saying. people. Kendrick, at least I feel like they almost copy pasted this list from record of the year, song of the year. Just about. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But um, that being said, um, I think if we're taking it seriously, DJ Khaled has to be the one. That we're looking at here. God did. No, that's definitely got to be album cover of the year. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh, <laughs> it's just DJ Khaled crying a single tear. Very, oh, cool. Very it's a, creative. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. So, okay, if we, if, if we take that out of the equation, um, I would bet if I was a betting man on Beyonce for this one. Um, like or I again, said, Adele. Or Adele, yeah, it's it's again, it's the heavy hitters, bro. The academy tends to always go that way, so uh, I'd I wouldn't shocked. expect anything different. Yeah, yeah, I would be shocked if the hard part five won this. I would be, yeah, <clears throat> yeah I think I think it was kind of just uh, gotta cover every genre, so they have them in there, which obviously it deserves it, but that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I don't see anybody except Adele or Beyonce, maybe Harry Styles taking this one, but. Uh, yeah, what, what what can you say, man? This is just like top 40, top 40, and that's what it's going to be. So, yeah. I kind of wish they did a little more searching. Eric, what do yeah. you think of these? Um, I'm going to tell you why God Did is going to win. DJ Khaled's <laughs> going to win this. Because this song... Wait, no, no. <laughs> it's because all he does is win, win, win. No, uh, no, no, no. What? I mean, no. That's, there you go. That's <laughs> I'm going to tell you why this is going to do it, because it's breaking barriers, and in 2022, 2023, that's what we need to do. So we have a Muslim dude with a bunch of hood rat thugs from the hood, a light-skinned black dude named John Legend, and whoever Friday is, and the song is called called God Did. Hey, bro, in 20 years, Friday is going to say he was nominated for Song of the Year, and you cannot say that shit, bro. Hey, whatever, dude. I'm just saying, this song... Is just a melting pot. You got Muslims, you got thugs, you got hood rats, you got God in it. Like, Damn, bro. this is the song of the year. Put a five hundred dollar bet on it. Put the mortgage on it. This is winning. Other than that, bro, I hope Harry Styles wins. Uh, I don't want I don't want Kendrick to win this shitty award for the for a song that probably didn't even make the, like didn't even make the cut of the album. Like you're gonna exactly, give bro. His fifteenth best song of the year, song of the year. So suck my nuggets. Go Harry. <laughs> I really want you to win. <laughs> if it's not Harry, DJ Khaled and his God-loving self are going to tear down barriers and win this award. That's Damn. it. Slow clap for you, Eric. Slow clap. 
All right, Jason. Jason, what, you have anything to add for song of the year? <laughs> nah, man. I think it's a hard uh, act to follow. <laughs> I, I I agree with Eric one thousand percent, man. I mean, you got you got to leave it up to God, right? Like, God did. I guarantee you, when he goes to win his award, he's gonna say, "All I gotta say is God did this. God did." Will he yeah. be crying though? And then he's gonna be like, "God, give me another one." And then he's gonna walk off the stage. <laughs> and then I'll kill. I, I, I will say this, guys. Again, do not sleep on Bad Habit by Steve Lacey, dude. I'm telling you, it was a whole thing with the fucking kids. No, that is I, cool. I'm he got nominated. Bro. Why are really cool. why are Twitter songs getting nominated for Grammys? Like that, ABC bro. A twi- Twitter that was a Twitter or not Twitter a TikTok song. TikTok. A yeah. TikTok song won last year. Uh, that's why uh, Megan The Stallion won last year for Best Rap Album or something like that. Who? Megan The Stallion. <laughs> Again, who? Dude, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, Come on, bro. Rap album, Megan like. The Horse? Yeah. <laughs> Megan The Horse. The <laughs> Stallion. I see what you did there. Um, but yeah, dude, like, that, that's just what it is. If it's popular, it might win. If it gets that many views and listens, like you have to take into that account. Listen, Khaled wins. He's got the Christian community. He's got the Muslim community. <laughs> he's got the thug community. And he's got anybody who likes Fridays. He's, in, <laughs> he's winning the war, bro. Let's just keep it listening. Listen, he's got God. So, <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, let's move forward before anything gets too out of hand here. Now, <laughs> let's move on to our next category so best new artist you guys interested in checking that out or do you guys want to go to pop album uh to be honest man i don't know i only know one of the new artists that are nominated so it's up to you guys yeah i mean we had kind of discussed this earlier that i feel like out of all the categories this one's a little out of touch i mean they have omar apollo on here who's been around for like four or five years (laughs) and and that's the one i know and i I think that's the one i think should win right we all know who's gonna win it's anita all right that has taken over she deserves it bro she really uh what's her genre like what what does she sing brazilian pop Really? Okay. Oh, okay. I think I know who she is now. I, I would put my hat in for Wet Leg. That album was a pretty good time. Yeah. Uh, it's it's um, like a it's like a, a almost like electro punk pop. That sound very mm. much reminds me a little bit of like I don't know if you guys ever heard Le Tigre back in the day. They were very like there were these three chicks that sounded a little bit like punk and a little bit like electronic. Mm-hmm. These girls sound a little bit like that sound. It's re- it's 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 a very specific style, but I, I I fuck with it. I liked it. No, I liked it a lot too, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So that that would be the one I'd throw my head in for. I don't know Anita. I just looked her up. Uh, never seen her before, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So 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 you just want to announce the the names of the nominations? Yes. <laughs> okay. So it will be Anita Omar Apollo. I don't know how to pronounce this. Domi? Dummy? And yeah, JD Domi. Beck? Yep. Domi and JD Beck. Mooney Long. Samara Joy. Lato? Lato? Uh, Mainskin? Yo, these names aren't easy. This is easy. Mainskin. Mainskin. I think it's German for foreskin. I knew someone was going to make the joke. All right. 
Toby, we, I don't know how to say that. Not gonna do that. Nope, nope. It's Wigway. It's Wigway and Wigway. Wigway, Wigway, yeah, Wigway. Okay, Wigway, yeah, yeah. Molly Tuttle and Wet Leg. Great. So our hats are in with either Anita, Omar Apollo, and Wet Leg, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anything else is a travesty. (laughs) Only because we haven't heard them. All right, so no, no shame on on the, those artists. All right, best pop album. I know this is going to be your or no pop performance. I'm going to skip that, guys. We're going to go to best. Okay, okay, well, 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 best pop solo performance nomination. Woman Doja Cat. That's the winner. Keep it going. Honestly, that's not going to win because it's <laughs> Harry Styles as it was is in there. Lizzo about damn time. Bro, we Bad habit by Lizzo's Steve Lacey. <laughs> exactly, bro. It's about damn time, bro. I don't think Lizzo wins. Uh, wins one, dude. I feel like she's gonna win a few. Yeah, you think so? I think so. I, I think I think her last album was better than the, whatever she released this year. I would so, agree so that her last album was better. <laughs> oh, I I have no shame in saying that I like Lizzo's last album. I don't give a shit what you guys think. I haven't heard this new one though, so I can't really speak to this new one. Yeah, what's that one song? You could have been a bad bitch, right? Yeah, yeah, Anything yeah. with the Minnesota Vikings. That song's catchy, yeah. bro. It is catchy. Know, I don't care what anyone says. Some of the other songs are better than that one, but yeah. it's a good song. All right, so I, I, I don't, I'd say, like, I only know Moscow Mule by Bad Bunny, Doja Cat's Woman. I have heard about Damn Time because of TikTok, um, so I can't really, I can't really jump in on this one. Uh, Thomas, Eric, what do you guys think of the nominations on that one? Uh, Eric, (laughs) (laughs) all I'm gonna say, bro, Harry fucking Styles, all the way on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how y'all didn't hear this track, it's blowing my mind still. I'm gonna listen to it after this. Any category category that Kendrick's not nominated for, I want the Harry Sweet, dude. All right, I'm rooting. That's fair, that's fair. All right, right, the Brits lost their queen, they need this dude to do something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. I'm going to jump to best dance electronic recording. Uh, Thomas, this one's for you. Uh, Break My Soul by Beyonce. Rosewood by Bonobo. Don't Forget My Love. Diplo and Miguel. I don't want that one to win. That's no. Uh, I'm Good. Blue. uh, David Guetta and BB Rexha. Never. I don't know. Kay Trinata featuring her. And on my That's knees by Rufus Dussault. There's actually some decent names on here, at least like Catronata, Rufus Dussault. No, exactly, and, and that's what I was gonna say first. Actually, is yeah, usually this list is like a travesty to all actual good dance electronic music. Um, but yeah, they got Bonobo's another solid pick. I don't know if you guys have heard of Bonobo, but um, if you want some easy chill listening, that one's really good too. Um, but as far as my personal pick, bro, you know, I'm a little biased on this one. I'm a longtime Catronata fan. Uh, so, so I hope he can walk away with the Grammy here. Um, that being said, uh, you know, they're probably going to give it to fucking David Guetta or Beyonce. They better not give it to David Guetta. And <laughs> you know, you know what pisses me off about this is I like Diplo and Miguel, but that song, dude. It's oh, yeah. so annoying. Like it, <laughs> it annoys me that Diplo and Miguel came out with this song because individually, I've I've liked a lot of their projects. Diplo lately, he's just gone pretty mainstream in the sense that he's yeah he's not going for different styles the way he used to. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I will say, I still liked that collaboration he did with what it was Sia and Labyrinth. Fantastic. That was one of the last things I heard from him that I really loved. But yeah. not a fan of the Diplo Miguel Don't Forget My Love song. No, nah, not a good song. Um, what is a good song on here, if you guys haven't heard it, is uh, that last nominee, Rufus DeSoul, On My Knees. Yeah. Um, they're actually a very legit group. Um, if you haven't seen them live, I don't know if anybody here has, but I highly I recommend it. They're super dope, man. Honestly, I kind of consider them like if Coldplay had evolved and like kept their sound like kind of evolving, you get Rufus to Soul. Ooh. So yeah, man, you guys got to check it. Uh, that record's really good. Um, hopefully that one wins, but yeah, with this category, you, re- you never really know. Okay. Tonata, Rufus. I'll take either of those. Thomas, let me ask you something. Uh, this track intimidated Katrinata with her or twin flames. Katrinata with Anderson Pack, which one do you like more? Oh, that is a uh, great suggestion, man. I'd honestly much rather have Twin Flames. Uh, I feel like that one. I agree. Like more popular, like in every regard. But again, the Grammys, they just like decide to do some weird things. I don't even feel like this was his 10th best song of the year. Yeah, he's, same. He's put, he's put out a lot of stuff, but yeah, man. I mean, what can you do? At least he's there, but much rather have that joint with uh, Anderson Pack. That was a really good song. But uh, yeah, bro. Hopefully, hopefully one of the, our guys can walk away with it. Uh, and that's all I gotta say on that one, fellas. Eric, you want any add anything in there, bud? Uh, I know you guys hated it, but that I'm good song with David Guetta and Baby Rexa fucks. So I hope that was. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was waiting for Thomas to say this. Um, there's only one person that should be on this list. His name is Fred again, right? Oh, and correct. He is legitimately, like the he should have been best new artist. He should have been best dance. He should be album of the year nominated. God damn it! But um, you know, we digress. Uh, what's his that name is, again? That is a great Fred point. again, which we'll get into later. Luigi. Yeah, but okay. yeah, no, Eric, you're a hundred percent, man. He totally crushed it, like all yeah. over the board this year. Yeah. Um, if the Academy actually like paid attention, yeah, that would be my first pick, first nomination. That whole he had a monster year. Yeah. I mean, and he has like some of the best music I've ever heard. But you know, from what the from the you know fickle pool that we have, that I'm good song, dude. It samples one of my all time favorite songs, um, and it just bangs, dude. Like I just put that shit on, I feel good, I get my day going. It's a good song, man. Fuck you, I can't believe you don't like it. I haven't heard it. I can't tell you anything. I just don't like the Diplo Miguel song. That one just oh. God, I, it wasn't it wasn't great. Wait, Eric, what is the sample? Does it sample on Blue at Abadiva? That yeah. song? Yeah. Oh, wow. oh yeah, bro. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think uh, I've heard it, bro. I don't like it. Uh, well, sucks to suck, dude. That shit's fired. I'm not shitting on you, bro. I'm just like, yeah. I, bro, put that shit on in the morning. Let's say you wake up and you're like, oh, I don't want to work today. Bro, you put know me, bro. Put that song on and you'll be like drinking coffee, dancing, shirtless through the house getting ready for work dude it's lit see the way you and i both get ready at work is totally different yeah uh, i roll out of bed and sit next to my computer you actually have to go somewhere yeah dude and i i just <laughs> i like to 
I like to not be mad. I wake up mad every morning. Same, same. <laughs> I wake up fucking pissed off in the mornings. I don't want. I don't want anyone to talk to me, and I just want like nice, chill music, jazz. Like it sounds like you need beats. to start with DJ Khaled then, man. Yeah, God. Yeah, God. What are you doing? <laughs> no, no. I, I listen to nice, chill beats, podcasts, stuff like that, just to get me going through the day. I'm like, all right, now I'm happy. But yeah, definitely don't talk to me in the first hour when I wake up. That's, that's like that, you were that's the best me. roommate ever, bro. Because mornings, we'd both be walking out of the house. Not a word would be said. We were on that same energy. Like, don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with you. It was yep. lit. But then we yeah. also live with a bunch of savages who like to make a bunch <laughs> of noise in the morning. So it ruined everything. <laughs> it really did. Uh... <laughs> Dude, it was like living with Fran Drescher on steroids. It was god-awful. <laughs> I, I will say this, Eric. I did love living with you because when we were both upset, we just wanted to be left alone. Yeah. And once we got over, we're like, Yo, let me go pout, you want to go, go eat? out in my room for 20 minutes, and then we'll go grab some water burger. Just call it a day. Yeah, I was like, we good? All right, we good. <laughs> that dude, right. That's uh, a life, a day in a life with uh, Eric and Jason. Uh, <laughs> together. Like dude. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go into best uh, electronic album. Mostly the same. I'm only going to say that. So I'll say them all, but I'm going to say there's only one that's different, which is Odessa, The Last Goodbye. Uh, we've got Renaissance by Beyonce, Fragments by Bonobo, Diplo, Diplo, uh, The Last Goodbye by Odessa, and Surrender by Rufus Dussault. Uh, what what would you put your, put your hat on for this one, guys? Uh, let's start with Jason. I'm going to pass, bro, because I haven't listened to any of these. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas? Uh, same thing, man. I mean, I would go with Rufus Dussault, best quality out of all of these. Um, again, honestly, if you're, like, really looking at, like, the best dance electronic music, Fred, again, should be here. 50 yeah. other fifty other albums should be here. I don't even know if Beyonce is, is like, electronic music. I mean, That's I, I, R&B. I don't know who's going to the rave and listening to Beyonce, but, hey. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know who produced it or what the album sounds like. So I, again, I'm not going to speak to it, but apparently it would be a dance yeah. album. And yeah, it is. It, it's like a it's like a Drake. Uh, honestly, never mind. And mm-hmm. obviously, that album. Honestly, never mind. Don't listen to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, that's what I heard. How it was? It was like dance electronic music, right? Yeah. So. And it wasn't but, bad, bro. Like she'll she'll more than likely ninety five percent she'll win this. Um, but yeah, if you guys really want to listen to like the best out of all of these, I would suggest checking that Rufus to Soul album. All right, I'm gonna jump, guys. I'm gonna jump. Uh, I'm gonna start with Eric on this next one. Uh, Pre pod and in some of our chats, uh, Eric mentioned that he's been listening to rock, and some of the list he gave earlier was very clear. Like, oh yes, you are. So <laughs> best rock album. For albums containing greater than fifty percent playing time of the new of new rock, hard rock, or metal recordings, uh, the nominees are "Dropout Boogie" by the Black Eyed Peas. What the fuck? The Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> what the? Fuck? <laughs> what? I just had a brain fart, dude. Uh, let's try yeah. that again. No, we're keeping that. We're keeping that in the pod. I don't yeah, care no, say that's fine, guys. Running that's back. Fine. But let me say it anyway. Um, sorry, guys. I don't know what happened there. Uh, Dropout Boogie by the Black Keys. 
Uh, weirdly enough, I, I'm a pretty big fan of this album, so I'm upset yeah, with I myself. For <laughs> That's, I knew it because you sent me songs from that album. Uh, yeah, I, I did. Yeah. Uh, the Boy Named If, Elvis Costello and the Imposters, Crawler by Idols. Sorry, I'm still laughing about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, mainstream Sellout. You can skip machine. that one. Skip that one. <laughs> you know but, what? I, I, that's I, a travesty. Honestly, I don't know why it's here. I don't know. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, mainstream Sellout. Absolutely correct with the name. <laughs> I think he's spot on. I don't know mainstream if he's just sellout. trying to troll everyone. Uh, if he is good for him, that's the one honest thing that he's doing there. <laughs> uh, patient number nine, Ozzy Osbourne, and Lucifer on the Sofa by Spoon. Another good one. So, Eric, what do you think of the nominations besides the fact that you love Machine Gun Kelly and <laughs> want wish that it was album of the year? Uh, besides um, that, what do you think of the nominations? And is there anything that you think should have been in there? Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, there's there's good albums here. Can you guys hear me? No. Yes. Okay, no. sorry. <laughs> my roommate called me. I forgot to put my phone. Do not disturb. Like a dumb. Yep. All right. Anyway. Um, so you, you said there was there were some good albums and yeah, cut off. Yeah, yeah. So there's some good albums, man. The Black Keys always do solid projects. Uh, Dropout Boogie was really good. Surprisingly, I listened to Elvis Costello, uh, The Boy Named If. It was really good as well. Uh, didn't listen to Idols. Um, listen, if you listen Machine to Machine Gun Kelly, if you listen repeat, to Machine right? Gun Kelly, right? That's... <laughs> I want you to do, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to unalive yourself because you're taking up space that's valuable for other people. Um, Ozzy Osbourne, same thing with ABBA, on his way out. Let's just give him a nom so you know we can all remember that he was alive. And then Spoon's <laughs> album was actually really good. Yeah, um, I actually think the Black Keys will win this. Um, if the you know the uh, Academy, what are they? The, the the group, the Academy, what would they be? I think they're still considered the Academy. Yeah. So yeah, the, know. you know, as long as the Academy doesn't have their head in their ass, they'll probably give it to the Black Keys. Um, as far as albums that I think should have been there, Dead Poet Society. Again, second favorite album of the year. Um, they have a song called like it, there's two songs on that one. If you go listen to Salt, and then the very next song you go listen to Coda, you'll understand why I think they're the best because their range is so good. They can the dude can hit high notes, he can sing, they can go hard, they can go soft, they can go acoustic. They, it was just a well written, awesome project. I love them. I think they should be nominated, but they're also relatively new. Uh, from there, um. I don't know if you guys listen to them, but the Backseat Lovers, Waiting to Spill, amazing yes. music, a little bit softer than some of the stuff that's on here, uh, but I would still consider it rock. Uh, love them. And then after that, uh, would you guys consider Hot Chip Rock, or that's more like alternative? I feel like I could put it under indie, indie, indie rock. I think, I think they would they would, they would, would put it under rock. I, I mean, if Machine Gun Kelly's in here, <laughs> I don't see why... <laughs> And hot chip couldn't be in here. Well, okay. if, if, if I they, guess you could do alternative, but there, yeah, I mean, you could put it under alternative. Saying, if if they're gonna classify it as rock, Hot Chip's album "Freak Out" release was really fucking good. Um, uh, let me see here. I'm just trying to go through my list real quick for you guys. Um, Eric Batsy lovers, I think I would probably put them under alternative. See that? That's, yeah. that's where I get alternative confused. rock. That's where yeah. I get confused with like, what do you classify as just a rock album? Right. Like these guys, right. are, they're live instrumentation. They got bass, they got drums, they got guitar. So, like to me, it's rock. Like, yeah, you have different divisions of it, but these guys should be nominated. Foles, uh, Life is Yours. Oh, Foles, yes. oh, yeah, amazing Foles. album. Yeah, they should have been nominated for sure. 
Um, Elliot James Mulhern, uh, insufferable, sad album, but really fucking well-written. Uh, Bad Sounds, Escaping from a Violent Time. Bro, Gravity Love might actually be, like, I would actually nominate it Ooh. for, um, yeah. you know, one of the records of the year. Amazing song. And then lastly, I have a soft place in my heart for anything that sounds like Nirvana. Uh, the Fontaines, DC, they dropped Skinty Flaw. They're an Irish band. Um Jackie Down the Line is probably one of my favorite songs of the year. Say the name of that group again. The Fontaines what? Fontaines DC, like Washington DC. Okay. The Fontaines DC, Skinty Flaw. Uh freaking amazing album, man. They are they they got hints of Nirvana, they got hints of the foo, uh, but they're Irish. I don't know, man. It's just a great album. So there's some there's some stuff there to, that you know I could put in that I think should be nominated. Um but from the ones that are nominated. Uh, I think the Black Keys will get it, and I wouldn't be mad if Elvis got it. Elvis Costello got it. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if Spoon got it. Weirdly enough, that one, it's not it's not EDM, but it definitely, like, the remixes yeah. have, uh, have a little bit of those elements, and it works. It works oh, with their sound. And I forgot, Oasis <clears throat> dropped the album? Or not Oasis. Oh. Not Oasis, sorry. Let me, let me pull this up. But um, what's it called? Uh, let me pull it up for you guys real quick. Well, while we're waiting for Eric, um, Thomas, do you have any anything to add on rock? We're going to get into alternative right now, so just rock. Um, honestly, man, I don't have much to add on this one. It seems like they kind of just like did the dartboard thing and all the releases because they're just super random. But like Eric said, there's a lot of good projects that aren't here that should be here. So I really can't add much to it i hope machine gun kelly wins just for some uh, <laughs> so all the old timers bro will literally have a heart attack like the true rockers <laughs> like that oh would be, dude that'd be great to see the backlash of that um but other than that i don't have too much to add let's go machine gun kelly Fucking <laughs> uh, jason what about you uh nothing to say honestly there's a few albums that I listen to. Um, yeah, dude, most of my top music is either soul, alternative, or hip hop. So, yeah, nothing on my end. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Eric, you got the name of that uh, group? Uh, dude, I wasn't able to find it, but uh, oh, the Mars Volta. Fuck, there it is. The Mars oh, okay. Volta dropped the album, and uh, maybe it's because you know the hometown thing or whatever. Yeah. But I really they're like pretty the good, man. They're yeah, pretty like, I good. Really like the album. It's like 15, 14 songs long. It's it's not as good as Francis the Mute, but you know, it's 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 nice to see them drop a project. It's like their first project since like two thousand nine, I think it was. But yeah, man, the Mars Volta. It's called the Mars Volta. Great album. Go listen to it. Okay. 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 I'm gonna jump into best alternative music album. Uh, the nominees for this one are We. By Arcade Fire, Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You, Big Thief, that's a, that's a name, Fasora by Bjork, Wet Leg by Wet Leg, and Cool It Down by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Eric, coming back to you, man, yeah. what do you think of our alternative music <clears throat> nominations? Um, I think they're going to give it to Bjork, because they love Bjork. Um, I think outside of Bjork, Arcade Fire had a good album, and we all like we all like Wet Leg. Um, 
there's a lot of albums that are missing from this. I mean, yeah. there's Neil Francis, or the album's called There Is No Neil Ooh, Francis, I but like Neil Francis' yeah. album should have been there. Uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, The Alien Coast should have been there. Uh, man, I'm just I'm just going through my look, uh, my list here. In the Wake of Your, what's this album called? In the Wake of Your Leave by Gangs of Youth uh, should have been in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me let me just keep scrolling here, guys, because this is a never ending list, and I'm not going to give you all of them. But uh, Pine Grove, eleven eleven. Um, uh, let me see here. Do you guys think even FKJ could have slid in here? FKJ is technically alternative, so that's what I was going about to say. That that's what they feel they like he should have been on. This. Yep. Well, I FKJ mean, should have been broad, the list. I mean, FKJ could be on there. Mitski could be on there. Um, freaking uh, Bastille could be on there. Yep. Um, let me see here. Best Coast could have been on there. I feel like uh, alternative is just like like everything. Like it's just it can be from rock to like almost I, I dance and electronic name, music. But Kruna 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 How do you guys say it? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Caravan, Caravan. They could have been there. Oliver Tree could have been there for alternative, if that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it, uh, Cowboys Don't Cry or some shit like that. I mean, with, with, with such a broad, like, spectrum that this this genre uncovers, like, Bacar, no, uh, Nobody's Home. Oh, I like that. Like, yeah. he could have been in there. River by River could have been in there. Joy Wave could have been in there. Um, there's just so many different albums that could uh, Do you guys listen to Tennyson? Tennyson, yeah. Uh, I can't he, I can't say I have. He had an album called Rock come out this year. It was really good. Fucking I can't believe Swaco didn't get nominated. It's not a good album, but it was popular. Um and then Benet, have you guys ever heard of Benet? So Eric, Eric, yeah. let me ask you something. There's one, two, three, four, five nominations mm-hmm. for alternative album okay. of the year. Personally, I know I, I know I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. What would you be your top five if it was you? If it was up to you, Grammys, you gotta five. be decisive. Let, how about this? Let's let Thomas give his spiel on this and then let me type it up because I got a list here. That I just gotta go through them real quick. Sounds good. Sounds right, good. Bro. Let's just Sounds put good. this list together, Eric, as we go along, man. All right, bet. I say <laughs> for sure FKJ would be on there for me. For sure. Me too. FKJ. Um, who else did you mention, Eric? Uh, Bakar might make it up there. Oh, I like Bakar too. Bacar, I can throw uh, that in there. Personally, I don't want to. I don't know if I should give away a pick or two of my favorite projects of the year, but I have a couple that I think would have classified here. Um, I do like Wet Leg being there though. The Yeah Yeah Yeah's project was really good, so I think that's what the, I was gonna ask. I, I do I like Wet Leg and here. Yeah Yeah Yeah's being in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not like, mad at those. Came yeah. back very hard. Um. It was a great album, like really good song. The one they had, uh, their lead single, I forgot what it was called. But um, yeah, man, we could go with those. Uh, where else Where else would we build on this? St. Lucia was... could have been there. St. Lucia's album was fucking amazing. Okay, okay. You could even throw Fred again in here, like with some of his stuff too. It's just like very much. It would be technically be alternative, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel that. Okay. So, um, do you guys listen to? So, one of my albums of the year, I'll just give it now. It's called Tickle Pink Hotel by Exum. I, I don't know if you're gonna call oh, that nice. alternative, but I think they could be Exum's Fire. 
Okay. Ecstasy, well, album Misery, amazing album. All right, I'm just going to give one of my picks here, too. Um, there's a new group called First Beige who made my top 10 albums. Um, honestly, if it was up to me, they should be here. They may be classified as even jazz because, like, they have very jazzy elements, but y'all definitely got to go check them out. First Beige, the album's called Doppler. Um, if I know, Jay, you would really like this. Uh, to me, this is, like, exactly what... What's like, the group modern... name again? I'm sorry? What's the group name again? First, first Beige. First um, beige. Like the color beige, first beige. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, they're super tight. Like, it's what jazz should sound like in 2022. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of young kids, but just super dope, bro. Like, very um, just, you really haven't heard much like that. And I don't know how to describe it. So I think it'd be best fit here in the alternative column. But yeah, Jay, go check that. Hey man, thank you for uh, putting me in that category, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, man. They so, honestly got like FKJ vibes a little bit with just like the, the trumpet and the saxophone going, like super good stuff. With, yeah, man, I just like that upbeat stuff, you know. With like the, I said, oh, go ahead, Eric. I was just saying, so with like Thomas's input here, I'll just say this: like we'll leave we'll leave the people who are there alone, but we'll do FKJ, Bakar. First page, and then I want to add three sacred souls, monophonics, and phony people. They all have monophonics. Yep. Okay. Phony people, too, man. They came out. Phony people. Yep. They were gone for like a good decade. I was so surprised to see them come out with something. So that was good. Yeah. Phony people. Yeah, dude. That's crazy because they they broke up for a while and then they got back Mm -hmm. together because people like love them. Yeah. That's crazy. And they're what? From Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah, man, they were come. They came up like around the time Chance and all them first first started coming. I made Chuku, Chuku, Joey yeah. Perp. Yeah, that's all crazy. Guys, yep, I remember that. We were like, what? We were youngins there. <laughs> youngins, but no, nah, Eric. I think that's a solid list of five. That if it was up to us, we could go ahead and go that route. Okay, that works. Um, I just want to go back to that doppler album by the first page so would you say it's like french jazz house it's definitely got some electronic elements like to me, like are they like parov stellar honestly i'm not familiar who who parov stellar no frenchy i'm not too familiar but eric i don't know if you've heard they're more like who would we know? Like they're like honestly, maybe kind of like phony people, bro. Like a little jazzy. Um, they're like from the UK though, so they got that influence. Do you guys know and... who Pink Matter is? No. no, no. Damn it, never mind. That like them or like Close Encounters would be like the closest things I could think of to them. Okay, just check them out. Just go listen, Luigi. It's a phenomenal. Bro, I... Bro. I love jazz, so I'm like, oh, cool. Get on it. Man. He's like, send it to me. Send it now. <laughs> After the pod, bro, it's it's easy listening anytime. You can listen with the kids. You can put it on in your classroom. It's just it rides. Ooh. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no. You need to send that to me. So, okay. Before we get too distracted, that was alternative albums. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. We can jump into rap. Uh, would you guys agree, or do you really want to? Do you really want to do R and B? You guys tell me. 
Um, the only R&B thing I should say, and it's not on the nominations, is Sir. Mm-hmm. He should be on there. Uh, nothing Even Matters. It was probably like my summer gem this year, guys. Sir by, yeah, Sir, Nothing Even Matters, Summer Gem. Other than that, I could care less about the R&B songs and oh. R&B album. All yeah. I got to say is if Chris Brown doesn't win, I'm going to unalive myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Lucky Day, man. That's the only one that I've, I've um, heard. I, I, I fuck with Lucky Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to rap, guys. Uh, let's do it. Straight into best rap song. Uh, this is Churchill Downs, Jack <laughs> Harlow featuring Drake. I don't mm. want to just let me get through it, guys. Let me get through it. <laughs> just let me get through these. All right. God Did by DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday. Fire. The Heart Part, <laughs> the heart part 5, Kendrick Lamar. Pushing P by Gunna and Future featuring Young Thug. Wait For You by Future featuring Drake and Tim's. And whoever wants to start on this one. You guys know where my vote stands. I mean... Somebody I'm disappointed. really likes I'm, the hard part five, bro. Somebody like in this academy, that's their all time. <laughs> they knew song, that bro. was the bro, one. But is that song bad though compared to all these other songs? You know what I'm saying? Not even on the album. It's not even on the album. Like honestly, I'm kind of disappointed that personally, my favorite songs from Kendrick this year that I think should have been nominated was Mirror, Savior. Father Time, Die Hard, Rich Spirit, those should have been nominated, and no other song should have been nominated. Like that it should have been. The I was like, yeah, like <laughs> which song was the best from the Kendrick album, and that's gonna win. Like no other song should be nominated because, again, that's just me. I'm sorry, that's just me. Wait for you. I listened to that song. Boring, awful. I gotta say, man, this has to be. I mean, we're all pretty hardcore rap fans. This has got to be the worst, like five nominations out of all the ones we've talked about so far. Like the worst. Had the worst I was just but, trying to get through it. I thought you guys were gonna talk so much shit while I was doing the <laughs> recording. I was like, let's just get through the list. Just get through the list. You got this. <laughs> it looks like somebody went on like the Spotify rap playlist, shuffled it, and picked like the first five songs that came out. Oh, yeah, right? Like this had a, a, a billion streams, so we're gonna... No, the song's awful, man. It's terrible. Oh, man, yeah. It's it's disappointing, bro. I'm, I think I'm, it... I'm embarrassed to be a hip-hop rap man, honestly. Like that these... The, the fact that these are like the top... Look, the fact that know. Russ... And Kodak Black aren't on this list. Okay. And then my guy Polo G and Rod Wave didn't make it. All right. This is a travesty. Bro, we could have at least gotten like an honorary offset song in here somewhere. Where's where's Blick Blick by Nicki Minaj at, dude? <laughs> Blick Blick. This is where's, great. Where's Thinking With My Dick by Kevin Gates at, bro? The real streets anthem. Bro, that see that's what those we are even better, bro. bro. Those are even better than the, the songs on this list, minus the heart pipe five. Um, so I'll just give a quick input because this category is god awful. Uh, I hope God did wins for various reasons, but uh, my favorite song of the year, which I think is the best rap song of the year, which coincidentally, according to my Spotify wrap up, is my favorite song of all time. Um, it's Die Hard by Kendrick. That should that's his best song on that album. It's my favorite song on that album. It's my favorite song of all time. 
I wish that song was nominated, and I wish that song could win. Yeah. Well, you it's know, a shame that maybe, maybe if you're at the Ronald McDonald house, you'll get your wish. <laughs> now, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that's going to happen, my friend. That's far fetched. Looking at the list that we got here. Yeah. This is, I'm, I'm uh, pretty disappointed. I, I think t- Jack Harlow <clears throat> has a, on a just a god chance to win just because it has Drake on it and it's Jack Harlow. Like, just disgusting. Yeah. I can yeah, see I agree. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that's a depressing category, honestly. <laughs> all right, all right. My bad, guys. I just need I just needed to see what you guys thought. Any any other uh rap uh rap songs that you guys would put in there? Uh, every other rap song I listened to this year. Um, uh, besides besides Kendrick. I know it's I, mostly Kendrick, but besides Kendrick. I'm gonna say this. Uh Siv in the IE by Siv Pierre. Mm-hmm. That song goes hard, bro, for a rap yeah. song. I feel like that should have been uh, in there. I think that Smino and J. Cole song should have made it. Oh, Matinee, too. The Smino yeah. song, Matinee. A Nighty Proof. That's the one you're talking about, right? Yeah, I think uh, Nighty Proof. Yeah, I think one of the Earth Gang songs should have made it. There's like eight good songs on there. Yep. Um, Finn Staples. Uh, probably has like two or three songs that could have made it um and then there's even like younger cats like mike dimes could have mike dimes has some songs that could have been on there uh coast contra um yes yeah, not what's up some snot songs some snot songs some denzel curry songs like there's just a whole lot of um, when when the when the uh, academy talks about rap like it's just just turn it off tune it out because they don't know what they're talking about yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like people forget, like, what is rap, right? Rap is an abbreviation for rhythm and poetry. Yeah. You have to lyrically talk about something. Yeah. Yeah, bro. If you go look up the lyrics to Push and P, it's literally that phrase <laughs> repeated about 45 times. Exactly. Like, why is that on the category? Like, it has to be poetry. Like, it has to be something you're, you're talking about and something that actually... I don't know. I mean, that's that's poetry to me, right? I'm just going to read the opening line. Wrong, guys. Pointers in the paddock and my piece. I'm pushing P. Cop new hammers for my P. We don't want no peace. Got a spot across the spot just for peas. Drop the dot and then we plot an exotic piece. Listen, <laughs> unalive yourself whoever wrote this. All right, let's get into albums then for rap. This is very similar. <laughs> uh, very similar. God did DJ Khaled. Both winners. (laughs) I never liked you, future. These names, they tell me something. Come home, the kids miss you, Jack Harlow. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar. And it's almost dry, push a T. Jason, what do you think of this? Again, my favorite album of all time. Yeah, true. (laughs) I guess I feel like I shouldn't even ask you guys because I know what we're going to say on this one. It's it's Kendrick Lamar. Look, my friend, if uh, if I'm watching the Grammys, hopefully I'm not watching it. And if Kendrick doesn't win Rap Album of the Year, I'm probably throwing a brick at my TV. And I'm sorry, babe, Jamie. <laughs> I'll buy us a new TV, but I'm fucking throwing something at the TV, dude. Like, if it doesn't fucking win, dude, like, dude, I read it, this. It'd be unbelievable. I read this list and I had like Migos ad libs in the back of my head. I was like, DJ Khaled, God did it. No, he didn't. Future, I never liked you. Yeah, we never did. Jack Harlow, <laughs> come home, the kids miss you. No, they don't. 
push the tea. It's almost dry. Hopefully. Like, God, <laughs> <you> know, like, <laughs> give it to Kendrick, call it a day, please. For the love of God, don't screw this up. Well, we'll like, see. It, it, it can't happen again, right? It can't happen to Kendrick twice, right? Oh, I was going to say, let's uh, flashback. Bro, it can happen to every. Flashback yes. to 2013, 2014, where Macklemore won the best rap album over Good Kid <laughs> Mad City. It cannot happen to him twice, dude. If it fucking does, uh, say, I'm going to throw a tantrum. Even though I don't care about Grammys, like like at least get this right. This one has to be right. Like you just have to guess that one has to be right. That's yeah, not, they they really thing. screwed Kendrick on Good Kid Man City. That was and I'm telling you, and Metallica in the eighties, like they just don't they don't get newer music styles at all. I mean, I is hip hop really new, my guy? <laughs> like it's been around since like the eighties. Well, for the people that are in there, it seems like it might be. Or at least it's out of their realm, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. I could just see DJ Khaled winning. <laughs> that acceptance speech, he just because God off of the stage, bro. The, the, the sky will part. He will lift up and uh, just float out of the, <laughs> out of the building, bro. God, I was like, I, I didn't completed. win this. God did. He's gonna I, blow the brakes off that place. I swear to God, I hope when <laughs> DJ Khaled has his heart attack and he's like talking to the doctor, and the do- he's like, "Doc, how did this happen?" I just want the doctor to be like, "God did," and then just walk out of the room. <laughs> You're an idiot, man. <laughs> uh-huh. I love it. I love oh it. God. Okay, okay. If Kendrick doesn't win, who do you guys truly want to win? Can we agree, Pusha T? Pusha T, for sure. God did. <laughs> I'm not even being a clown. I want that to win just so I can keep this joke going forever. And okay. I don't really like Pusha T. So. But but we know it's we know it's Pusha T. Eric, come on, uh, dude. I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> oh, man. Jack Harlow, pretty uh. Look at them features that DJ Khaled had, bro. He's got everybody and their mother on that album. I can't really say if this is a good album for album of the year because it's one of the only albums I listened to all the way through. But that Saba joint that came out early this year. I liked almost every song. I liked definitely, almost every song. Definitely better than all of them except for Kendrick. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was the one yeah. that I remembered. I was like, this? I, I'm listening to every single song on this. This is good. Um, yeah. All right. So let's fit, wrap this up with you guys' top albums overall. Now, because we have some guests on, Jason, you're going to go last. Now, Thomas, you've been on more... No, have you? No, you haven't. Yeah, I think he has. Thomas, uh, have you Tom... been on more than more than Eric? Uh, I don't think so, man. I've been on once, correct? Two, twice. twice. I think you've been on twice. We've both oh. been on twice. <clears throat> they both been on twice, man. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Damn. Are you telling I'm... me we're just going to breeze over Best Country Album? You're damn right we are. We're not talking that uh, right now. Well, I don't right. know who's going to win, dude. <laughs> Who? Miranda Lambert, bro. Oh, man. Uh, I, don't, I don't even want to look at that thinking, right now. Yeah. <laughs> I want Willie Nelson to win because that'd be cool. Oh, an old Honestly, head that's bro, still like, making good stuff. I'm cool with Miranda Lambert. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. I don't like that style of country. Oh. Um, okay. As long yeah. as we do. That's it. I'm happy. Anyways. <laughs> Thomas is like, this is all I wanted. This right here. Thank you. All Anyways. Right, so, yeah. 
Jason will be last. Thomas, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. What is it? Three. Okay. Eric, I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. What is it? Seven. It was four. (laughs) Thomas will go first. Eric, you will go after Thomas. And then Jason. All right, cool. All right, so Thomas, your top albums. We'll get your we'll get your pick number five first, and then we'll do rotation. Um, before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to an artist that I didn't think was going to drop an album anytime soon, and that is SZA. She's dropping this week, guys. She's dropping on Friday, yeah. uh, December 9th. Uh, her album's called SOS. She hasn't dropped an album since twenty seventeen. So, Ooh, okay, maybe maybe that changes our opinions because uh, personally, I love SZA, um, and hopefully her album doesn't doesn't disappoint. So we will see. Yeah. All right, Thomas, n- number five, your your fifth best album of the year. All right, man. Well, if we're going in order, then I'm gonna go with the previously mentioned first beige project. Uh, again, it's called Doppler. Um, not much more to say than I said earlier, but um, if you guys are looking for something that literally you could play while running, while doing homework, while chilling hard, um, that's the album that I just kept coming back to. Um, super smooth. It's got that old-time jazz feel with some new electronic elements. Um, it's really dope, man. It was their debut album. Uh, these guys are relatively new, so if we're trying to look at something opposite of what the Grammys provide us. Um, this is like some, some new stuff and highly recommend it. All right. All right. Eric, your pick number five. Uh, let me organize this real quick. All right. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. All right. So it's going to be five and a FU by Grip, which is a uh, hip hop album. Uh, Grip is um, one of the younger cats that's coming out lately. Um, I, I can't explain. It's just lyrically, he's amazing. His beats are crazy. His voice fluctuates. up goes all kinds of places. Just a thought out. I, I say go check it out. Um, doesn't sound like all that mainstream foo-foo, foo-foo shit. Like, it's actually really good. It's one of my favorite albums. He honestly kind of reminds me of the early Kendrick, bro, with the yeah. element you're talking about. The storytelling, yep. the lyricism, the beats. It's it's all there. Yeah, I think he, he really does. He's primed, yeah. he's primed to be a star. Um, if he just doesn't go the wrong route. So hopefully he doesn't sell his soul to the devil. Eric, um, yeah. say the artist and album title again. Artist Grip. Listeners. G-R-I-P. And then the album is Five and a Fuck You. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's the name of that album. <laughs> That's pretty great. I like that. All right. So then we're Jason. Jason, what's your number five pick? Uh, my number five pick is going to be Smino. S M I N O, and his album is Love for Rent, L U V, the number four, and then Rent, just the way it's spelled. I don't know, man. I I I just like Smino because, his, especially this album is just like your classic Smino. Uh, this the sound and the beats are just very out there and very creative, and like his flow is just. It just gets me every time, man. Like some of my favorite uh, songs from that from that album is uh, No L's. Uh, Eric had mentioned it before, uh, Nighty Proof with uh, J. Cole. And my favorite song has to be Matinee. 
um, listen to that song and just, I'm just in a good mood, bro. Like this whole album just has me in a good mood the whole time. So that's definitely in my number five. Okay. Okay. Smino love for rent. Let's go with Jason's number four pick. So what's your fourth pick? Tell us what the genre is and the title of course, and artist. Oh shit. We're coming back to me. Okay. Um, okay. So, so my last uh, project Smino was hip hop slash rap. Uh, this one again is hip hop. It's a red, red veal. Am I saying that right, Thomas? Red. Or Eric, am I saying that right? Red, red veil. Veil. Red veil. Like a veil. Okay. And the, so that's his, that's his name. His project is called learn to swim. And it's also, it's a, his genre is hip hop. Uh, the reason why I like this album so much is this kid's only 18 years old, but he reminds me a lot of Kendrick, J. Cole, you know, just like good lyricist, you know what I mean? Story. And when I look, when I, when I, yeah, story, a good storyteller. And when I looked this kid up uh, and I, I looked at his Wikipedia and stuff like that, uh, when this kid was growing up, he was like, yeah, I was inspired by growing up as a kid. I was inspired by Kendrick, J. Cole, Tyler, the creator, Kanye West, like just great lyricists. So when I listened to this album, I was like, yeah, that, I, I hear it. I hear that inspiration. So, and uh, he also, uh, this album that he made was inspired by like New York drill music. And you can also kind of hear that influence in it. And some of my favorite songs from him on this album was uh, uh, Divin Board, PJ Baby, New Info, and Better. All right, Thomas, tell us your, no wait, no, not Thomas, right? Eric, Eric, tell us your next pick. Uh, uh Remember genre, artist, and album. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the for genre, they are the world's premier psychedelic soul band. Oh, okay. Um, Do this, to Eric. What? Woo! <laughs> Me, don't steal my pick. Oh, dude, it's gonna be the Monophonics Sage Motel. Okay, okay. It's uh, it's honestly like an amazing album. Like, like you said, this they're the self-proclaimed uh, premier psychedelic soul band in the world, but. Uh, they've gone back to back with two heaters of albums they had in 2020. They had It's Only Us. This year they dropped Sage Motel, um, the band Monophonics, the the album Sage Motel. And what would have been my pick for song of the year, record of the year, um, I don't know why this song just holds a very dear place in my heart. Um, the song's called Love You Better and it's featuring Kelly Finnegan and it's one of my all-time favorite songs. It's just smooth. Um, you can tell that, you know, the dude was either like extremely in love with somebody or you know some along those lines because it's just a beautiful song and it's amazing and i think everybody should listen to this album you can listen to it when you're working um cooking chilling you got company over it's just a great album chilling killing got it got it <laughs> I like all, <that>. right. <laughs> all right that sounds like a dope album i'm gonna have to check that shit out especially if they're the self-proclaimed premiere um Gosh, what is it? Soul? Psychedelic Soul Band. Psychedelic Soul Band. Okay, okay. I could deal with that. I could deal with that. Thomas, your number four pick. All right, man. Uh, I'm going to go 
to the rap genre for this one. This was probably my favorite pure rap uh, project of the year, and that would be Mr. Siv Pierre. Um, the album's Ooh. called One Horrible Day in America. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Jay put me on to Siv Pierre um, very early this year. Um, no, 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 it was, uh, it was no, definitely no, no, no. Eric. It was definitely it was Eric. Eric. Okay. I was, I, the only reason I'm interjecting, Tom, is because you know how you, that when you find somebody and you scream their name and nobody listens and then they finally blow up, like, dude, I've been listening to this dude since he had like one single out. And, yeah, I, I remember you messaging me now that you. Yeah. And it just drove me crazy because everybody just kept blowing him off. And I was like, why? I didn't get it. And then his album dropped and I was like, oh, okay. Fire. <laughs> I, I will say this. Um, I liked it so much because Eric sent it to me. He's like, hey, I think you really like this. He sent it to me and I was like, I have to share this to everyone. I hope I hope Eric sent it to, to everyone. And sure enough, he didn't. He just wanted to be selfish and keep it to himself. <laughs> well, I'm glad uh, we all finally stumbled upon it. But yeah, man, this what can be said? This dude, to me, he's like next, next up as far as like who could truly be a great rap star, um, LA rapper. So he obviously reminds me of Kendrick in his early days too. Um, yeah, man, his production, it's like very abrasive. It's in your face, but it goes hard. Um, great lyricism. And he's like anonymous. He literally rena- uh, remains anonymous, wears a mask all the time. So he doesn't really like care for. He the was face. like the uh, old school weekend. Remember, like yeah. he didn't want to show his face. Yeah, he he really wants to let the music speak for itself, and to me, it does, man. Um, as far as the album itself, um, best tracks to me: "Run Kids, Stay Woke," "Neverland," uh, "Siv in the IE." As we mentioned previously, to me, could be one of the rap uh, records of the year. Um. Yeah, man, this dude just definitely deserves all the high praise. He's legit. Um, Like Eric said, he may be the one in like two or three years where everyone's like, oh, this dude's fucking sick or whatever. And we'll sound like snobs being like, oh, yeah, we found him first. But (laughs) (laughs) he did. And uh, I'm glad we did, man. His album, front to end, um, no skips for me, goes really hard. And yeah, bro, rap, rap project of the year, One Horrible Day in America by Siv Pierre. Yeah, Tom, I'm going to have to add on to that because that's like my number three yeah, album of the on. year. You guys probably had that too. Yeah, that, that, that's my number three album of the year. Uh, I'm going to have to add on Bougie for okay. one of my songs on there because if you, listen to, uh, if you listen to these three songs on his album, Neverland, Bougie, and Siv in the IE, like back-to-back, you're like, whoa, that's the same... Like, this is on the same album. Mm -hmm. And that kind of just speaks to his range. And, Um, dude, and I I was looking at it. He only has 31,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. That's very little, dude. Yeah, no. I feel like... like, This blew my mind. Yeah. It's crazy. And, uh, yeah, I just love his range. And, uh, dude, literally, shout out to Eric. Thank you for, like, showing me this, this person because... I, I really enjoyed his album, and like I hope, every, like I literally just showed it to everyone. I was like, "Hey, listen to this cat," you know. Like when you really like someone, 
and you don't want to be selfish like Eric is sometimes. Like, yo, you want this guy, you want this guy to blow up. So you gotta share this character, right? You gotta share this artist. So that's kind of what I did with this character, uh, with this with him. And that's why he's on my top three album of all time. So good call. I hope he remains like anonymous too, bro. I feel like he will, but I feel like that kind of just adds to his allure and mystique. Just like no one really knows who the fuck he is. But yeah, I kind of hope so too, but We'll see. At the same, we'll see. All right, Thomas, this is actually your next pick again. So, what's your number three? My number three pick. Um, this would, I guess, be classified as alternative. Um, it's a new band too. Well, not new, relatively. They've been around since 2015. Um, they're called Real Lies, and the project is called Lad Ash. Um. Just to give you guys a little background on these dudes, they're they seem really like kind of like us. <laughs> they were known for throwing two to three day benders in London, where they would host like DJ nights, and that's pretty much how they blew up. Uh, they got so <laughs> that they had like Jamie XX come through and DJ. They had Jocks Green come through, and pretty much they just picked up the craft by like being around all these people that they would throw parties for. Um, and the project's dope, man. It's hard to explain what the sound is. I guess you could say alternative. Um, but yeah, this they really portray like a, a story and all of their stuff too. You can kind of tell they're talking about all their come up in London, having like these crazy times with women, drugs, all this type of stuff. But um, yeah, it's each song kind of varies a little bit to different sound. You're, like Jason was saying with the last project, you could go through multiple songs and be like, oh, this is the same group. And yeah, it was just one of my favorite finds of this year. Um, not much else to be said, but I really ha- uh, recommend you guys go check them out. I know all you guys on this uh, pod would definitely enjoy that one. And yeah, it's just, um, you guys know me, I'm always trying to find something that sounds unique and that catches my ear. And this was something that I felt like I'd never really heard anything like that before. So pretty unclassifiable, but but really dope project. Uh, Real Lies, Lad Ash. Real Lies, Lad Ash. Love it. All right. Next up is Eric with your number three pick. Uh, so I had to make some adjustments since the homie Civi Pierre was gone. But uh, hey, what number was Civ Pierre at for you? Three. Three. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh, me too, Eric. Yeah, so like nice. you don't have to make adjustments. Yeah. No, no, no. I want to. I want to give people more, more variety, more stuff to listen oh, okay. to. So I'm okay. gonna switch it up and move them up a little bit, and I'm gonna say, um, my roommate found them. Um, they are actually from San Diego, which is where we live, and they are the Three Sacred Souls. Um, oh, yep. He's told me about that. I can. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna read a little paragraph, a little snippet from one of their things. Um. Easygoing grace and sweet 60s soul with the grit and groove of early 70s R&B. With hints of Chicano, Philly, Chicago, Memphis, and even Panamanian soul turning up throughout the album. Damn. Yep. Three uh, that, sounds like a, that sounds like a vibe, man. It's awesome, yeah. Three What's the souls. name of the album? Three Second Souls. It's a self-titled album. Um, oh, okay. Freaking Three amazing. Second Souls. Okay. Freaking amazing, cool. man. Um, my, I heard him. My, I was driving with my roommate, and he was playing them, and I was like, who the fuck is this? And then this was like back in maybe even April. And he was like, this is a band I found, Three Circuit Souls. And I was like, what's the album coming out? I had to wait all the way from April to November for the album to come out, which really sucked. 
but they have a song called Easier Said Than Done that's freaking amazing. It's the first song I ever heard by them. Um, go peep it. It's an awesome album. Okay. Yeah, man. It, it sounds like, honestly, old school music that your parents would listen to, but it's got modern touches and it just, yeah, it makes it really, it's Sunday music. Yeah. Kind of like that, Raphael. So oh, I, I love me some Sunday music, bro. Yeah, this is that clean the house, feeling soulful type of music. Really good stuff. Oh, well, that's me, man. Okay, and okay. Not you, Eric, but it's the Sacred Souls. Is it the? Yeah, like T H E E, the Sacred Souls. Oh, okay. Oh, that would have been not, pretty important. I've been the... pronouncing this wrong my whole, like, the whole time I've been listening to him, dude. Dude, and come all... on, Eric. Be better. We'll <laughs> all right, now you're right, bro. Like, I'll go sit in time out for five minutes. Yeah. All right. We'll see you in a bit. Okay. Think about uh-huh. what you did. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Jason. Now you told us your number three, so I'm gonna have you go to your number two. Uh. So my number two. Well, my number three was Sid Pierre. Pierre. Yep. Uh, my number two. It's FKJ man Vincent. Um. He named this album and. I still don't know because he just had a baby. And my guess is maybe he named his baby because he had a boy. Is Vincent? Eric, uh, Colt, uh, Thomas, do you know about that? Uh, I'm not too sure, man, but it would make sense to me given that like his wife is a musician. and Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. So that's so, guess. Yeah. So uh, anyways, guys, so FKJ, he is, he's a musician that we talked about earlier. He's... As I mentioned before, he's a one-man band. He knows how to play the saxophone. He knows how to play the piano, the guitar. And he learns how to loop all the music together and just make his own music. Fucking amazing. Feel-good music. Uh, His genre is alternative. Some of my favorite songs from this album is Greener. Yes. Which actually features... um, uh, What's that guitarist's (laughs) name, bro? Uh, Santana, bro. Santana, dude. Yeah, Santana. There we go. Thank you, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, the Mission, Way Out, IHM. And and we, we talked about it earlier. Eric and I went to go see him live. If you guys have a chance to go see him live, he's uh, he's French. He's So he doesn't tour that often in America. So if you guys actually do go see him, his tickets are actually pretty cheap. And you can go see him in a nice little small venue. And honestly, am I wrong, guys? Thomas, Eric, am I wrong that small venue performances are actually better than big venues? That's absolutely. Do you correct. guys feel that way? It's always one million correct. percent. Million percent, right? Like you uh-huh. just feel more emotion because like all the people that go to that small venue are actually like huge fans of that artist, right? Mm-hmm. And so like everyone's singing along to their lyrics, and you're just like emotionally invested and everyone's drinking and you just make friends with all these people i don't know i i just prefer small venues over a fucking arena like this like that's you need that intimate performance and that's like the best way to see him yep And, and, and that's how he is and that's how he performs and he's just like super into his music and he's just you can tell like when you see him perform live he's just like super into his music like he's just playing the piano and he's just like feeling the crowd and sometimes, like, he'll even, he even says it too. He's like, hey, guys, by the way, this is not a song that I made. I'm just, I'm just going to freestyle. And that's how he does it. And that, 
because that's how he makes most of his music. He's like, I'm just going to start playing the piano. If I like this, I'm going to loop it. I'm going to start playing the saxophone. If I like this, I'm going to loop it. He just freestyles a lot of his music, and that's kind of how he creates his music. And one thing I can add to this, Jay, if you can't see him live, I highly, 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 highly suggest you hop on YouTube and look up his circle set. It's C-E-R-C-L-E. It's the dude literally playing in the middle of the ocean, like with his setup, everything that you're talking about. Uh, the sun's going down, and you get to just see him like in action. It's honestly one of the coolest live sets you'll ever see. So fucking amazing! I know, I know which one you're talking about. You can't go see him. I suggest to go check that out, and you'll get pretty much what you would get in the live show, if not better. It's it's an incredible thing to watch. Yeah, I agree. Just go FKJ live performances, mm-hmm. and I promise you guys, you guys won't be disappointed. All right, Eric, we're going to go to your number two. Uh, For my number two, I'm going to go. I don't even know what I would say the album title is because it's a symbol. It's a dash, an exclamation point, and a dash. And the band's name is Dead Poet Society. And this is rock and roll. Um, They go hard. Songs of like Future of War, American Blood. They're, you know. They're going at it, rock and roll to, to the heart. And then you have songs like Get Away for the Weekend, Bury Me Whole, Love You Like That, a little softer, a little more alternative. And then you have songs like Salt and Coda, which are polar opposites. But um, they just, they've just they just encompassed all kinds of different styles of rock and roll. And it's it would be my favorite album of the year if a certain somebody hadn't dropped this year. So um, I love it. I found it late this year, but I haven't stopped listening to it since I found it. Um, I have no information on these guys. I had no social media. No, I don't know where they're from. Nothing. All I know is that we give them instruments and a mic, and they make a beautiful product. Brand new artist, then. Yeah. So okay, and this on. is straight rock and roll, not punk, not metal, not new, like rock and roll. that's the thing man they have they touch so many different spectrums of rock and roll that -hmm. that's why i say they are just rock and roll because they do have like a punk sounding song with coda and then they have like a heavy metal song with with uh future of war like they're just all over the place they just but it's just it's rock and roll to me like i think these guys could be big if they just keep doing what they're doing okay okay i mean you've done for dead poet society so I'm I'm interested to see what they come up with and what they come up with in this album. And uh I'm gonna give it to God, who's next? Help me out, guys. Thomas. 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 <laughs> I was like, I don't know if it's weird, Jay. <laughs> no, it's you, Thomas. It's you. It's Thomas's sure. two, right? Yeah, yeah. All, All right, right, Thomas, my- your number two pick. I knew that. I just wanted to test you guys, you know. Sharp. Uh, my number <laughs> two is going to be the 29-year-old Mr. Fred John Philip Gibson, a.k.a. Fred again. Fred again. Um, dropped the project Actual Life 3. Um, and honestly, man, obviously the second best album to me. Um, I want Eric to help me out with this one a little bit because I know he loved it just as much as I did. Um, this dude has really just like blown up meteorically this year um 
he's got a totally different sound than most electronic music. You could classify him as alternative. You could classify him as like house music. You could mm. classify him as he also kind of does the FKJ thing where he does live instrumentals, uh, mixes everything up on the spot. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard his track Jungle. That was one of my favorites of the year. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, man, he's dropped Actual Life 1 and Actual Life 2 last year in 2021. Uh, highly suggest checking those out. But yeah, the dude is just super creative, uh, very melodic house music. Um, puts on a great show. We went to go catch him uh, in San Francisco. So uh, one of our friends had a little too many party favors and had to exit. (laughs) Oh, no. But Scott in, we even paid an extra like 200 bills to get in to see him in VIP so we could secure a spot because everybody wanted to see him. Um, And yeah, man, just really amazing um, genre pushing music. It's one of those, again, as you guys will see, like my favorite types of music these days are the kinds where it's like, oh, I've never really heard like something like this. It's just like an evolution of like previous electronic music like disclosure flume all that type of stuff yeah yeah yeah. i would say he's in the same vein and yeah man just really soulful music um like i said jungle's a great song uh delilah was my other favorite on that uh turn on the lights with the future sample i know a lot of people like that one but yeah man if you're not familiar with fred again i think now would be a good time to go check out this album and all of his actual life albums they're pretty cool cuz they're really just like a it's um like a diary of his his life on the road he kind of names all his songs after people and where he's at at the time and kind of just like yeah you see he records the date and that's like pretty much the date on the so it's cool man it's it's something different and yeah i really love the project so i know eric did too i don't know if you have anything to say about it but we was bumping fred again all year for sure uh the only thing i'll add is like you know back in what was it like 2008 when you first heard drake and then you were like oh shit this guy's gonna be huge we all had that moment with fred again he will be massive um he will be everywhere he's already everywhere um phenomenal album no genre. He defies he defies any type of genre. He's just an amazing artist. So just go listen, fall in love like we did, and you'll see. I would say All also right. I forgot. Okay. you gotta go check his boiler room set on YouTube if you wanna get familiar. Oh, Ooh, familiar. boiler room. Okay. He probably dropped one of the it literally is the most famous boiler room by views. It's got like ten million views. Oh um, really? Okay. Yeah, he dropped that earlier this year and it's nuts. Like you'll get the you'll get the experience of what he does yeah i'll definitely gotta check that out. i would maybe even say check that out before checking out his album because it's Yo, just luigi, a, you can feel um, the energy yeah luigi so a boiler room set is like they do a youtube video and he's just like freestyling and like he's at a club or like a small like party it's right a, boiler rooms in colorado i think if I'm right not Nah, well, like yeah, the, and they and and they record it, and he's like at a house party, and he's just like freestyling and just like oh, they're all over the country, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it can happen anywhere. Yeah, yeah, they pop up. They actually had one here in El Paso for the first time a couple months ago. Ooh, a little oh, so those, like those private recording shows. Like, yeah, uh, Austin yeah, exactly. City Limits. 
His was in yes, Denver, though, right? Yeah. That's why I'm thinking it's in Denver, because his was in Denver. Uh, I'm not too sure where, like, that famous one was, but probably somewhere here in the States. Yeah. So, right. Fred again. Listen Fred to that. Fred again. I need to catch up on that, too, honestly. Uh, All right, you. boys. I'm going to push you into your number one. Because I'm pretty sure all three of you have the same number one. Can I guess that it is Machine Gun Kelly? Am I right? Fuck. Dude, how'd you fucking know, bro? God damn it. Uh, Genius. Cool. Thomas is the first pick, right? Well, Uh, actually, I mean, if you guys all have the same, I mean, you guys can just weave into the the conversation. I don't have the same one, actually, but I'll let y'all We all don't have the same what no well no 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 no. then it's thomas i i made assumptions thomas what's your number one as much as i loved kendrick's album bro don't get me wrong yeah man i just had to go with with what my spotify rap told me with what my heart told me yeah exactly what you listen to the most yeah uh my new favorite group artists whoever i don't know of the last couple years honestly which would be sad night dynamite um they dropped their project volume two um these dudes are friends from childhood uh from glastonbury um and yeah i think again like what i was saying before not to sound like a broken record but i think my favorite thing about these dudes is their genre list they're hip-hop they're jazz they're electronic they've got like some gothic influences in their music they got like some psychedelic influences in their music yeah man it's just to me, this is like what, like the culmination of all the genres should sound like. Being that almost in 2023, you know. So, um, every single song on there um, hits in a different way. They've got hardcore hip hop songs. They've got real mellow songs. Um, and yeah, bro, they they say that their heaviest influence was the Gorillas. So if you like the Gorillas, oh, that's it. Oh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, got, you, you got Luigi's attention now. <laughs> and you check them out, man. Um, again, they're just two young dudes. I want to say they're like in their early 20s. Um, and yeah, bro, they just put out to me what's the freshest music out here. Um, loved all their, their, they've been around for a couple. Like this album was finally the album where it wasn't just like loose singles and like really good individual songs they finally put together a cohesive project and to me it was the best of the year oh yeah man okay sad night dynamite i am sorry that i made assumptions thomas i apologize and it's all good (laughs) (laughs) you you need to check it out um anyone listening you guys people on the pod highly 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 recommend them all right that that wasn't on my top 10 but the fact, the way you explained it, though, I have to listen to that, my friend. <laughs> All right, uh, Eric and Jason, let me ask you this. Do you both have Kendrick as your number one? I do. So I actually don't, but because by default, I knew we were all going to you know, pretty much agree that it was the best album of the year. Okay. So I went, and then, funny little story, um, mine was Volume 2 by Sad Night Dynamite. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you another little gem. Um <laughs> Just so you guys can, Hell yeah. you know, go peep this. Uh, little backstory. Um, this is going to be the first ever completely global group. They have members in the U.S., Australia, Hong Kong, and Poland. They make music digitally. Um, I don't. I don't even think some of them have met before. Um, it's 
uh, definitely indie, uh, being as her name is Indie Club. And okay. their album is called Hold Your Breath. Um, I can't explain. It's kind of like Sad Night Dynamite, where there's no genre whatsoever. One song, you have a dude rapping at you. The next song, you have a chick who's hitting you with some amazing vocals with you know some sax and a nice guitar in the back. Um, it, it's all over the place. Um, they're called the Indie Club. The album's called Hold Your Breath. And get in now while you can, bro. You know how people say, like, get on the ground level? They only have 52 monthly listeners on Spotify right now. 52? But it's one of, but it's one of my favorite projects of the year. Wow, that is... 52. That's crazy. Dang. Yeah. I'm going to check them out then. I mean, it sounds like a totally different thing. Are they the indie club or just indie club? The indie club. Okay. Yeah, man. You type in indie club on Spotify, it takes like a long time to even find them. So, yeah, they're definitely. There's only two listeners in the US. So I'm assuming I'm one of them. So, get in <laughs> on the ground level. The shit is amazing. I think you guys will like it. All right. Well, I'm going to check that shit out. That's a, that's a deep mind. Thank, thank, thank you for that deep find, Eric. <laughs> No, I'm not even being sarcastic. I like it. Like that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And, and for me, because Machine Gun Kelly, <laughs> fucking Machine Gun fucking Kelly is the number one overall best album. God ever. did. But go ahead, kick us off. No, with, uh, no. It, to me, it, it's Kendrick. And as I mentioned it before, when we're going over the Grammys. It's just probably my favorite album of all time. Thomas, anything to say about uh, Kendrick Lamar, this this new guy who's just come up on the scene? Yeah, dude, 52 followers, I think. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, I mean, Jay pretty much wrapped it up. Um, I think whether it's us, whether it's like the, the music bloggers, Rolling Stone, whoever you talk to, I feel like this is going to be number one across the board. And rightfully so. I mean... You could argue what Kendrick's best project is, but I feel like this is probably his most polished as far as like it's got a little bit of all his albums wrapped into this one. And like Jay was saying, just the material of like what he covers, how deep he gets like he I saw people writing like think pieces after this album and like really breaking it down like it gets deep. And if that's, you know, if that's something that you enjoy with Kendrick, this is the pen ultimate so not much else can be said man it deserves honestly even though sad night dynamite was my personal favorite i have no problem saying like this was the best album of the year so we'll see what we'll see what happens and i think a lot of people can agree with that it's not a, a tough debate this year eric um disagreements uh no he's the goat <laughs> this is his best album and it's my favorite album of all time so let's keep pushing all right, sweet. Oh, well, I did read one thing on Billboard where they actually had Bad Bunny's album ranked higher than his. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not going to hate that. on that. I'm not going to hate not on, that. on that. Yeah. Sorry. I am. It's wrong, but it's Bad Bunny album, dude. Fuck, it's good, bro. Like, fucking fantastic. Uh, maybe it's because I'm Puerto Rican. I don't know, but I'm like, fuck, this is a good album. Um, but yes, I will say uh, Kendrick Lamar did an amazing job on that album. There are just subjects that I've never heard be put into a story like that. 
and the way he weaves it and the way he tells you the story sure he paints for you uh, the way you're able to relate to things that maybe you haven't even really experienced because of the way he tells the story it's just it is not matched uh, by too many other people in the history okay so this album is definitely addition in addition to his master work that I think one day will be uh, in the upper echelon of what we consider great music. It's, it's crazy. You win a Pulitzer for your last album, then you drop this shit. Like, yeah. how much higher can you yep. go? Nobel Peace Prize? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's, that. it's wild. Uh, all that being said, I, I, I do love me that Bat Bunny album. I ain't gonna <laughs> hate on that. <laughs> uh, I guess that wraps it up for us. Uh, I'm gonna read back the top fives for everybody. Uh, Jason, uh, Smino, Love for Rent, Red Veil, Learn to Swim, Siv Pierre, uh, One Horrible Day in America, FKJ, Vincent, Yes, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Mr. Morrell and the Big Steppers, Yes, sir, Thomas, First Beige, mm-hmm. Beige, Doppler, Siv Pierre, One Horrible Day in America, Realize, oh. Lad Ash, Yep. Fred again, Actual Life 3, mm-hmm. Sad Night Dynamite, Volume 2. Yes, sir. All right. And Eric, Grip, Five and a Fuck You, Monophonics, Sage Motel, Sacred Souls, Self-Titled, Dead Poet Society, Dash, exc- Exclamation Point, Dash. Not a great album name, but, you know, it looks cool on print. <laughs> it looks cool on print. Um, and Indie Club, hold your breath. Yes, sir. All right, that wraps it up for us, guys. Hope that you got some good uh, recommendations or you got hyped about something that you also love. Uh, hit us up with anything you think we may have forgotten that was a great album. Or an argument for some of the nominees. You know, we haven't heard some of those albums on there. So give us an argument. Tell us what you think uh, about those nominees or, or any that were missed. Uh, any shout outs for you, Jason? Yes. Uh, I just want to shout out to everyone that I saw during Thanksgiving break. So, Thomas, that includes your pops. Eric, that includes your family. I didn't see your family, but shout out to them. Shout out to my family. Shout out to Sebastian, shout out to Joelle, shout out to Charlie, shout out to Janet, shout out to Mark. Literally, I saw so many people over the Thanksgiving break. I Shout out to Tita, shout out to Katya, shout out to Luigi, shout out to Luigi's mom. I saw so many people and it was like, I was so euphoric. So shout out to everyone that I fucking saw. You guys mean everything to me. And it was just such a heartfelt moment seeing everyone. It was just, it was just such a great time. It truly was. I want to give a shout out to uh, Sebastian and Charlie. They were so good to Katya. Um, shout out to Janet and Marky for raising such amazing kids, man. Thanks. Man. Uh, yeah, it was good to see Joel too. He's an amazing kid. He's always been kind to Katya as well. I measure, I measure kids by how how they treat younger kids. Um, because it says a lot about you, uh, the way you treat people that are, you know, younger than you, people that may be looking up to you. Hey man, they handle a great it kid, well. bro. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. Very energetic kid. 
Yeah, she's so happy, man. All she wants mm-hmm. to do is love people. Um, I Thomas. really wish I had seen you, Eric, but yes. Thomas, any shout-outs for you and any plugs? You got anything to plug for us? Uh, no, nah, man. Same as you guys. I mean, we're all in the same group, so it was good to see y'all. Good to see um your significant other. Meet her finally, Luigi, and your little girl. Oh, that's true. Your you had dad, met bro. them, huh? Yeah. So that was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out everyone we didn't mention Danny, Julian. Um, who oh, else that's right. Yes, yeah. thank you. Sorry, guys. No, Jermaine. Uh, I hadn't Jermaine. seen Jermaine. Cole. Cole. It was yeah. so many people. So many people. So, shout out everybody. It was a, a really nice time. Like Jay said, we hadn't all been in the same spot in years. So that was really cool. And um, yeah, man, nothing really coming up. But I will mention that we all are making top 100 songs playlists currently. I know we did our favorite albums here, but um, we're all working on our favorite 100 songs, me, Eric, and Jay. So be on the lookout for that if you want to go even further with us. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for dropping some music. I definitely got some homework to do, too. Okay. And Eric, I know you got at least one plug. (laughs) uh yeah well just real quick shout out to seeing everybody who i got to see um shout out to everybody who i didn't get to see we will see each other um and and just real quick like there's a lot of shit happening so like call your friend you haven't talked to in a while call your mom call your dad call your sister call your brother tell people you love them let them know it's very important this world is crazy so um shout out shout out to everybody that i love everybody that i have love in my heart for you all know who you are um shout out to you guys your guys' listeners and um if you have a chance stop by uh, a little podcast that I'm a part of called Podcast Room 303. Uh, sports Shout betting, out. shenanigans, some jokes. Um, great show. You know, same friend group. So, you know, if you like the quality of the content here, you'll like the quality of the content there. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys for having us. Always great to sit down and talk with you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. And quick shout out to our a new avid listener, uh, my cousin Joey. Big shout out to you, dude. Uh, Joey. Happy to hear about your promotion at work. Thanks for becoming a listener. Love you. And uh, that wraps it up for us, guys. Oh, one, one more shout out, bro, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Uh, just shout out, man, to uh, Mama Eric. We're all praying for her. Hope yes. she gets better, Mama bro. Eric. Appreciate um, you, bro. We're all thinking about her, and we know she's going to be good. But just wanted to include that, that we're all uh, keeping her in our thoughts, man. Appreciate you oh, guys. Always. Love you guys. Love you, dude. Love you, man. Okay. We're going to see you guys for our next episode. The other episode that may drop this week will be regular uh, regular format. You'll be hearing about our, our concessions, things we're watching. Uh, but we hope you enjoyed our first edition of Summit 2022. And we'll see you next time on Revenge of the pod.